Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. Hey, I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And the other guy. What's his name? Huh? What is my name? Oh, hi. This is Ian. What's up? You're supposed to say hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Who is Everyone's your daddy, there. and what does he do? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. Oh, wait, no, we didn't even say what episode this is, huh? What episode is it? Yeah, what is it? I <laughs> episode, already forgot. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> I have to read it. It's episode 272, Feast On. Okay. Yeah, what was that thing in the chat? That, like, distracted me for a sec. I don't know. Looked like it was Luke Skywalker. Oh, that's for Kevin. Ah. All right, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Not me. I can go first, since I probably did the least. Do it. Uh, all right. Well, I only did one flight this week. Um, I actually, after the recording of the last show, I balanced out a uh, a blade that I found downstairs from a set that I wrecked where I only broke one blade. Uh, balanced out a uh, 380 blade. To fit, uh, well, to match the set that's on the 470, and I put it on the 420. I only got like a little test flight in. It appears to be stable. I did some figure eights, nothing really too crazy, and it seemed fine. It seemed a little snappier. And like this week, it's just, it's either been too windy, or I've been too busy, or it's been raining, or snowing in this case. Um, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Oh, I know. And it's, the snow's already gone. I mean, after like six hours. Yeah. I was on Discord and simming uh, Friday. It was a lot of fun as always. Uh, you know, just stayed uh, stayed up for a little while. Um, just BSing with some people. Stayed up talking to Mitch Arnold for uh, quite a while. And then I had to go ahead and go to bed and get some sleep for the next day because I had you know, a lot of work to do and and I went through uh, my uh, boxes and uh, kind of arranged what I'm going to take for uh, the spring fling trip. Um, found a lot of useless stuff in in the bottom of my boxes. I even found, for some odd reason, I found like one of the old shit servos that were, you know, in the in the shuttle. Um, I ended up getting that stuff out of there, going through my tools. Make sure I need to bring, you know. Make sure I bring the stuff I need to bring um, and then not be wasting space with stuff I'm probably not going to use while I'm there. And I forgot to mention um, on last week's episode, um, I did get some new tools. I ended up getting a whole bunch of the, the Scorpion drivers, and I even got the, the multi-bit tool, which has been fantastic. So, oh. uh, you know, just... Really trying to upgrade tools uh, here lately because I I had one of my because uh, I had the RJX uh, thirteen and one driver set 
I've been noticing a couple of my drivers were more prone to stripping, and then I actually broke one uh, several weeks back. So it's like, okay, it's time to kind of upgrade. You know, this is wearing out. Didn't really make much sense to, you know, make a big giant order from uh, RGX to, you know, and then the shipping's a little high right now. So it's like I went ahead and decided to give uh, the Scorpion drivers a try. So I ended up picking up about, Twelve of them in the past couple weeks, so it's yeah, it's they've been working great. Um, I even had a uh, one of the bolts on my uh, Goblin four twenty trying to strip out of me with the old set. So like the first thing I did is went ahead and tried to take off a couple of the bolts that I was having problems with on the four twenty, and just literally first turn pop. It, I mean the Loctite came loose, and so I mean literally they did, they paid for themselves like first turn. Nice. Um, other than that, that's about all I've had going on. Just been kind of organizing stuff between work and, you know, kids and all that stuff. So I've been fairly busy this week, but, you know, still did some hobby related stuff. So cool. Sweet. Yeah. Who's next? Um, I can go next. I don't really do too much anyways. <clears throat> so I didn't fly. Didn't sim, didn't discord as usual. Um, but I did take a look at the raw to see what happened. So I started taking, you know, taking things apart and kind of overlooking it, um, trying to figure out what happened. You know, I powered it back up. Everything powered up perfectly fine. Everything initialized. Everything worked. All my servos were, you know, like everything was good. And, um, you know, I started wiggling wires and I figured out what happened, you know. PSA warning when I kind of announce it. Um, my telemetry wire for my Scorpion ESC going into the Neo um, uses like, it's kind of like a satellite connection. I don't know. I, I call it a Spectrum satellite cable. It's a micro JST something something. I forgot. Yeah, it's a it's micro It's a tiny little thing. Right. Yeah, the smallest connector tiny. you can imagine. Right, it's one of the smallest connectors with three small wires, and you know, obviously, on the um, telemetry, you only have two wires, but you have the middle and one of the, I guess, one of the sides. Right, it's a three-wire little thing. And what I noticed is, I guess, from handling, and you know, I did previously take the flybros unit off the mount and kind of remounted it, um, that the spectrum wires, the the satellite wires, were like pulling back a little from the sheathing mm-hmm. and when I was wiggling the wires they touch and when they touch it doesn't give a warning or nothing it just shuts off the Neo the Neo just completely shuts off and it stays shut off until those wires untouch you know Ooh. I don't know if there's any damage or anything I mean like I said everything booted up fine there's no errors like everything look okay I'll probably you know I'll I'll Obviously, fix that wire and and replace it. But I'll, I'll give it a test hover and see how it is. But um, I don't think there's anything else for me to worry about. But yeah, everyone who uses telemetry or those satellite wires, be careful. Double check them, yeah, you know, them. every so often, and make sure they're not pulling back. And might be even good to like add a little drop of like you know shoe glue or something. Right, that's, <clears> that's what I was going to say. That's what we used to do on the satellite, the Spectrum satellites. Mm. Put a little bit of goop or shoe goo or yeah. something around there to provide some strain relief. 
because yes. that connection is very weak. Yeah, so if the wires flap back and forth, they'll actually break the sheathing and the wire itself. So um, me trying to reproduce the error on camera, I ended up breaking the wires off. That's how frayed and loose they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just inevitable. Um, it probably would have been better if they just broke off than grounding out to each other because right. if they just break off, I just lose my scorpion telemetry. Like, big deal. The, the helicopter still is flying. So... Mm. Uh, you yeah. sure you weren't walking through the house holding it by the telemetry wire, swinging it around? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I hook it actually on the wall with that wire, you know. <laughs> it seemed like it was strong enough. Maybe, nice. Know. If you ever get bored and want to drive yourself insane, try to crimp the oh connectors God. on those wires <laughs> for those connectors. I can't even imagine. They're tiny. Yeah. I've tried sucks. doing, I tried crimping my own um, balance connector. Those aren't bad. They're not that bad, but they still pay in the ass. <laughs> Those micro JST. Ugh, tiny. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, SH or I can't remember which one it is. There's a bunch of JSTs, but they're so small. Can't even see them. Yeah. Um, besides that, I did put an order for some new servos. Uh-oh. Let me guess. Yeah. Uh, lines. That's what I was gonna guess. No, no Rotor close. Star from. Oh, no, no, I was gonna do those, but I ended up, you know, opting because these were just a little bit more money, but they're they seem to be better spec. You like the color better. I do like the color better. Yes, <laughs> yes. that that plays big in it for sure. You know. <laughs> so I ordered me a set of um. The 9000, was it 9001, 9005? Uh, the 9000 series of the BK, um, the new BK servos. The new ones. Yeah. Which I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy they went brushless. Um, you know, cordless is great. It's cheap too. You know, like the servos were definitely cheaper than brushless. But I don't know. As I get older, I don't like hearing the helicopter make noises. It's annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So, um, you know, I've been running the, the 8000 series, 8002s on my, um, the 580s. And like when I, you know, I went from 7002s to that, and I was like, oh my God, so much quieter. Yeah. And the slow start. I love the slow boot up. You know, I think some, just little things like that. It's like, I don't care if it's 20, 30 bucks more. I'm just going to buy it. It's worth it. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, the specs are insane on these things. Um, so we'll see how they go. And, you know, you know, Burn Kyle, they probably definitely put it through his paces by now. So I'm sure um, they're holding up pretty well. Nice. All right. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Well, Kevin wrote a lot of stuff. So let's go with Andy. I did not fly. I did see him with the guys. Uh, I bought a, after we talked about them last week, I decided, hey, I need that. So I bought a Cole Rotor Pro blade <laughs> balancer. Such <laughs> nice. a sucker for <laughs> specialty tools. Yeah, if it's a specialty tool, then I have to have it. I mean, that's just the way it is. It And, and the more specialty, the better. If it's like a very expensive tool that only does one thing, <laughs> then that's what I got to have. Then you have to. <laughs> And even if I'm only going to use it once, I got to buy the tool. Got to do it professional. Well, the one time you do it, you got to do it right. Exactly. 
No, I thought I'd, I don't know, get one to play with. I was kind of curious, like, what the cord-wise CG is on blades, because I've never checked any or really had a method or a way to even look at that. So I'm curious. Um, that's probably they're all the same and it's immeasurable, but whatever. New toy to play with. And while I was getting it, I got a set of the MS Rapid blades that they uh, are specifically for the gasser helis. I think they're a 710 size, but they're lighter. I can't remember exactly all the stuff they did, but uh, Yosef with uh, Miniature Aircraft worked with the guys that make the MS Composite Blades to make a set that was really tailored for the gasser helis. So I want to try those out. And I also bought a used Spirit 2 fly barless unit from our buddy Javier. He's getting rid of his. Yep. I thought that was a joke when I saw it written there. (laughs) Nope. I was kind of wanting to experiment with a Spirit again. I had one like four years ago and didn't really care for it. It was the older version, the Pro. So I wanted mm-hmm. to see how the the two is now. I've, I've been to told. With, sorry, it's a two to one with. Uh, isn't one of them have a jetty receiver built in? Yes, you can get a two with a jetty receiver built in. The one I got does not have that. Oh, okay. Uh, they said they well. Someone said that they have improved the jetty integration menus and stuff. Okay. That was one thing I didn't like with them back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just something to play around with. Yeah, that's cool. I, I was thinking now I have I have Spirit 2, have plenty of Icon 2, Brain 2s. I have a 3DG. I have a Bavarian DM and Axon. I have a V-Bar Neo. And I have a Futaba CGY 760. Wow. And if I dug deep enough, nice. I could probably find a Beast X somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might have all of them then. I think I, <laughs> I think I have close to all of them. Mm. I don't know why, because I'm stupid. I, I might be able to dig a 3GX or a G Pro out of one of my boxes, maybe. <laughs> okay. Complete that collection of yours. Yeah. It'd be something good to use on a slingshot or something, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, fling it at Ian's head. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Chuck it at Ian while he's trying to fly. Yeah. Boy. No. As, I, oh. as a distraction while I try to uh, tandem. While you take off folks. and do a tandem. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, so I'm, I'll play with that at some point. Just, I mainly just want to see if it's changed, how much it's changed. The other thing is, when I was using it back before, I was new in the hobby, so I wasn't a great pilot yeah. and stuff. Now that I'm a more proficient pilot, understand tuning a lot better, I thought I'd give it a shot just to see. Nice. Now that you're great. Yep. I wouldn't say great, but I'm better. <laughs> Definitely better than I was four years ago. Still suck, but <laughs> but I suck better. less. Better yeah, but suck, suck a little less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kevin, what have you been up to, buddy? Dude, I did a lot this weekend. Did it quite a like bit. It. I simmed on Friday night with the the boys. 
with the whole crew, Jamie, Jared, Steve Shaw, Andy Ian were there, and Chris Rybert showed up for a little bit. And I think Rob McClellan was on for a while, too, right? We were talking to him. Yeah, Rob was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there. That was a lot of fun, man. I actually did quite a bit of simming, too. I was simming probably for two hours, man. Just doing different things, getting, trying four point TikToks, getting them sort of down on the sim. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can do them in real life, but I got to start in nose in because for some reason, my one transition from nose left to nose down is kind of strange. Sometimes I can hit it. Sometimes I can't. But, uh, if I get the right rhythm down, I can, I can do it. But, uh, flew on Saturday, man, and it was, eh, the weather was kind of overcast and kind of iffy. Uh, it rained, I think, like a little bit at one point, but not, a, you know, like not a downpour, just enough to be annoying for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. And flew with the planker, man. It was me and Mike D at the field, and that was it for it? most of the day. Yeah. Wow. And Mike, nice. it's hard to call Mike the planker anymore, man, because he's getting really good with the helis, man. He's starting to do TikToks, tail down TikToks. He's starting to do backwards flying. Just like another month, he's going to be better than than all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's uh, he's doing really well, and it's it's good to see, man, because he's a good dude, and it's good to see when you can see the enjoyment he's getting out of it. You know, yeah, constantly smiling. We just we just have a good time. Uh, but he put one in pretty hard. Uh, I think it was his logo, uh, not logo, his um, Goblin Seven Hundred. Like oh yeah, he put in pretty hard. Yeah, not not the three bladed one, is it? No, uh, and he, that's another thing. Like he's got so many helis now. It's like with planes, like coming to the field. I'm like, when did you get that? Oh, I've had that. I just haven't put it together. And it's just like okay, <laughs> but yeah, he's had a yellow uh, Seven Hundred, yellow and black. Yeah, oh, black thunder. Then okay. Yeah, and. Uh, it went in pretty good, but, you know, he broke the blades mm-hmm. and uh, didn't break the canopy at all or the skids. Chewed the main gear up pretty good. And, uh, you know, the tail boom kind of let go. You know, the mm-hmm. uh, the nylon popped. bolts popped. Yeah. And that was really about it. And it crashed really well. It sounded like holy hell, though. When it went <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure it did. Mm. But we had a we had a good day, man. I flew the Oxy Five a lot, the Six Ninety a lot, and uh, I tried to fly the Clogo. I brought that out and got it running, and it was running really good. And I was having some tail issues, and just wouldn't hold, no matter how far I moved the. the and it was really strange because that was the problem I had. My last flight was the weird, you know, it came in for an auto and it started pirouetting. So I looked at it. I think it was the the slider bolt that. That came loose. I mean, during during my little like, just send it. You know, the way I freaking troubleshoot shit. Just just send the shit, and if it breaks, I'll fix it. So <laughs> yeah, so it rotated like ninety degrees and dug into the ground, and I busted tail blades and a couple of things. But it looked like the slider itself had become unscrewed or something. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. Oh, I got boy. all the parts coming. Put it all back together because I want to get mm-hmm. that going for spring fling. Yeah, you know, and that's such a good heli too. I, I enjoyed flying that. The motor just man yeah. amazes me. It didn't start right up, but once I got it running, it sounded good. It was, you know, it was fine. It was running really well. Nice. Yeah, so we got done there, and then went to visit Rob and Devin at the other field that they fly out in West Jersey, 
and that was pretty cool. It's an actual airport, like, you know, small plane, private plane airport. And uh, saw Bill Ann out of hibernation. What? Yep. Lies. Yep. And before I let him know that I had already had tested negative, I made sure I got close enough, coughed on him. He was sweating it <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Then told him I tested negative, dude. Don't worry about it. But yeah, it was good to see Bill, man. And uh, my God, Devin is his flying is just keeps getting better and better. That kid's nuts, man. And he was using the new the new Oxy Five tail booms with the holes in it. Yeah, and uh, look? they look pretty good. You know, it's like at first I'm like yeah, kind of gimmicky, but he said no, and in the in a funnel or you know any sideways stuff, it actually he could feel a little bit of a difference. So, you know, I might try it. I don't know. We'll see. I don't yeah. know. He has like five Oxy Fives, you know, all done up, you know, with nitro with stretched and not stretched and all that shit. Yeah, all the different variants. Yeah. But I really had a lot of fun on Saturday. It was a good time with Mike, man. And I, I got some flying in. Dude, I flew that Oxy 5-1 flight and when I landed, I wanted to kiss it. That's how freaking how great of a flight it was. I was like, oh my god, this thing. just. And then I fly 690 and I'm like, oh man, this thing's flying great too, you know? But I don't want to say it. Because as soon as you say it, it's going in. <laughs> you know? Remember, Steve, we used to say, oh, I love this plane. And then the next flight, we'd put it right in. Yep. And we were like, you got to stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. Then um, uh, Sunday, went to Sunday dinner. It was really good to get together with the family, man. Haven't seen the family in, it seems like, months. Because we have my niece um, just had a newborn baby like three months ago. So they really don't want to bring the baby around if you hadn't had had COVID or gotten the shot or whatever or tested negative. So, you know, it was like we weren't we weren't all together for a while. So it was good to get together with everybody and and I brought R two D two over to to the families, man. And it was kind of an experiment in you know, transporting him again. And I have this hard foam that comes in some of the like uh the cases, like the Pelican cases, that really hard, dense foam. Uh-huh. And I was able to cut that down to like a rectangle with a hole in it and place his front foot on that and the back feet I cut into like two wedges to like wedge it in. Dude, he yeah. wasn't going anywhere. So with the with the, with that in the back of the Jeep and the head on the front seat, I basically told the wife, you know, it's either R2 or you because I can't take both of you. There's no room. So she drove herself over there. It was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I put him together out in the street, basically drove him up the driveway and into the backyard. Man, my family was freaking out, dude. They were, they could not believe, um, that I put that together and, you know, just see it in action. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm standing there with a hoodie and I got the two things in my pockets and I'm moving around and they're just like, Who's controlling it? How, what does it go by itself? And I'm like, no, no, you know, it's just, it's funny the questions you get. Like the Mm -hmm. same questions Jeff's wife (laughs) had for me when I brought him over there. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And my nephew's son, dude, he was loving it. It was just, he was talking to it and I was like reacting and stuff. It was just super cool, man. I kind of got a few things to do on art. Well, I got more than a few things to do. I got like a lot of cosmetic pieces, but I want to get the, uh, my battery situation because right now I got two five thousand 
4S. And I'm probably going to wind up picking up two more. But I got them all in parallel, and I want to make sure they're like XD90, something that can handle the current, which the current isn't too crazy right now. But uh, I don't want to have any problems. And uh, Sunday night, got home, and I ordered my first uh, ISDT product. Nice. Which product did you order, Kev? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you get? Yeah, what'd you get? It was something that I saw Mike D have at the field. Uh, It was a discharger, the FT200. Yeah, sure does love to use those dischargers. Yeah, and I figured, you know what, this is a probably good investment. You know, screw the helicopter packs because I'm always like, I'm always like at least once a weekend I'm flying those. Uh, I figured this would be good for like other packs that I have. Like uh, <laughs> I still have Oxy 3 packs that are uh, charged up, and that was like as soon as COVID hit. Remember, Steve, we went up to. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's how long ago that's been. It's been wow. They've been charged for like a year. Yeah, they're not charged for you. Uh, they're not charged anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to get something. Ruined. Yeah. They're in my uh, starter now for the Glogo, the Nitro starter. Yeah, and they, they up, could use some help. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I figured I'd get this for easily discharging, like, the R2 packs that I have because I'm going to wind up probably having, like, four of them. It's good when you crash. Yeah. Discharge your packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this you is don't like, have another Haley. To fly them in. It's like a set it and forget it type thing, you know? Just plug them in. It discharges a lot quicker than the uh, the charger, you know? Right. And it's got a little app on the phone you can uh, control it with and all that. So I'll try it out, you know? See how it goes. So that was it, man, for my week. I had a lot of fun this weekend, though, between visiting with the family and flying and you know, Sim and Friday night it was just, I had a great weekend. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. So who's next? That's, that's it. We did, we got everybody. Yes. All right. Let's move it on to the main topic. Okay. Feast on, huh? What are we talking about? Feasting? Feasting. Feasting on what? Feasting on food, hopefully. Ah, food. Okay. All right. So, uh, I kind of broke these up into, you know, a couple of little topics here. So, Eating at the field, <clears throat> you know. Let's let's talk about you know at a fun fly, right? Like you gathered up. Who eats? Got, yeah. Who eats? Who, who eats? Yeah. At a fun fly, you're just supposed to fly. You no. Got time to eat. You got to have fun, and you got to fly, and you got yeah. You got to eat so that way you can drink later on at night. Yes. I mean, <laughs> and yeah, not make okay. a fool of yourself, <laughs> like Kevin that one time. <laughs> Wow, hit that sauce hard. What? <laughs> when did I make a fool of myself? I don't know. Every which day. which, yeah, which, like, which weekend which was that? Yeah, you got to be more specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, eating at the field, you know, if they, it's like, well, let's talk about Fredericksburg since that's going to be coming up soon. But, you know, salads grow, right? You know, and other fields have something like this where they'll have, um, you know, usually club members, uh, manning the grill, um, Cooking up burgers and hot dogs and things like that, you know. What do yeah. you guys think about that? I think it's great. I think yes. it's great that the those guys, man. We we say it every year, you know, or every, twice a year when we come back from the event, like mm-hmm. how great it is that they're there doing that because yeah, that's that's something you don't think about really too much. You know, yeah, I'll go and I'll have a good time, but if you gotta leave the event and go find food somewhere out of town, I mean, it's so much better to have it right there and 
Yeah, especially during the day. Yeah. Like at, at nighttime, like dinner, I don't mind going yeah. to dinner out and stuff like that. But like during the day, like, you know, if I'm, especially if I'm staying at the field, right? Like, right. I want to wake up and, you know, grab some breakfast or something at the field and then start flying, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, say. You know, if they got breakfast, that's excellent. Yeah. You know, Rybert's uh, event always had really good food. Yeah. You know, they used to, they, they used to have, you know, red hot, white hot sausages and, and burgers. Um, and hot dogs, yep. Hot dogs, of course, yeah. What, what's the other? Didn't they do pulled pork too? They did that for the pilot's dinner, but they they would have like ice cream. Like you get ice cream bars, which was awesome, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and they only had like three, yeah. four guys working there mm-hmm. from the club. And, and that's the other thing. You benefit the club too. Right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. all the profits are, are directly, you know, impacting the club, Helping right? the so, club out, yeah. Yeah. I do like it. I wish more clubs had this, especially at like events, you know, even yeah. if it's like, um, like the Allens, right? Like the Allens, you know, when we go down to South Jersey, yeah, they just open up the hangar and they got a grill and they just grill burgers and hot dogs, you know, and, um, and that's all you really need, you know, most of these days. Yeah. You know, for, and, for an event. Mm-hmm. And when we used to go to, uh, Helly's over Delaware, they had the Boy Scouts that would, yeah, would show up and, I mean that didn't benefit the club. I think it benefited the Boy Scouts, but you know, so that, benefited still, the community, right. the local community, and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's and great. Something the club didn't really have to worry about, you know. Right, right. Now I have been to a couple like Fun Fly events where you know they would have like somebody there, you know, as a vendor and just like mm-hmm. passing out hot dogs and burgers and yeah, stuff like, like a like food that. truck or something, right? Yeah, 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 something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's like I know they did over at uh, the last uh, winter bash that I went to. Uh, they they had somebody serving food out of like the back of a trailer and everything. Nice. And Steve and I, well, Steve more than me, uh, has looked into the, like that kind of thing when we were trying to put the free fall events together. Mm-hmm. Or Steve was. I mean, I really just I didn't do much yeah. but show up. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's not that's something you. It's a little tough to get together because the food truck guy or the vendor he wants to know how many people are coming and you really don't know. You can kind of give them a yeah. guesstimate. And, and especially like you have to make it worth their while, right? Like, I mean, you right. know, it's like, Hey, you could possibly have 30 customers today. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> and when it's it, like it flight is, fest, it's like, yeah, we have like 5,000 yeah. people show up here. So of course right. they're, which, yeah. uh, which they, which have they never have. They do, but I feel like they don't have enough. Yeah. I feel like they have, usually have like a barbecue place and then they have like the um, the Amish people with their donuts and stuff. Um, yeah. And then they'll have like an ice cream vendor and like one other thing usually, like another type of food place. But it's often like, if especially when you're there for like four or five days, you're like, all right, do I get another pulled pork sandwich or do I get another burger or a hot dog, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, so it does kind of get like a little bit on the, you know, old side, you know, um, if you're there multiple days, um, especially more than two days, you know, two days I could eat a burger, you know, for two lunches. I won't care, but the third day I'm not going to want to eat a burger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about making your own food? You know, a lot of these places you're camping out, you're, you know, you got your RV or you got your camper with you or even a tent with a small, you know, charcoal grill. Um, yeah. So let's talk about grilling. You guys ever do that? I have done that. I had Keith like, uh, bring you like a a little hibachi grill and everything. And I was able to like, uh, like 
first off, it's like I would make like, uh, you know, bacon and eggs in the morning. You know, I'd bring okay. like a, a little cast iron skillet, made okay. bacon and eggs. Um, you know, I brought stuff for, uh, cheeseburgers. Um, I know one of the nights that, uh, I was at Council Bluffs, I ended up making, uh, pork chops on the grill and just stuck it on a stick and just carried it around. I mean, I mean, I, I did, you know, bring like stuff for sandwiches and stuff like that. So it like wasn't like burgers like every night or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I just brought a fair share of stuff and like how I kept it refrigerated while I was there at the event. I mean, I was only there for like, you know, um, uh, like Friday evening and then I left like Sunday morning. Um, I brought like a cooler. I had everything already frozen. Like yeah. the pork chops were frozen. The hamburgers were frozen. Yep. And I threw it in the cooler, poured ice on them. And, uh, whenever I needed like that particular item that I was going to make, I just like pulled it out and threw it on like the hood of the Jeep and it defrosted. I mean, it, it worked out great. I mean, no. Uh, if we wanted something, we could just whip it up right there. I yeah. like had sandwiches and chips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we did that one year um, at Flight Fest. Remember, Kevin? Yeah. We, we, I think you borrowed your like your father-in-law's little grill thing or something, or yep. And then um, we had a frying pan and we cooked eggs, bacon, and some food. I don't remember what else we did. We but, stopped on the way out at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole and bunch of stuff. Yeah. Which is good to break it up between the food that's there, if there is any, uh-huh. and grilling your own. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then also save you a couple of bucks. I mean, usually the food at the clubs aren't expensive. Right. But obviously, you know, when you start talking about the next thing, you know, going out and getting takeout and stuff like that, it can definitely get expensive quick. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. So, dude, in the last couple <laughs> of years, I can sum up my experience other than buying whatever is at the field in two words. Mike Welch. <laughs> Dude, he has cooked for me. I don't even know how many times. Uh, the guy's been really great and let me stay over in his camper. You know, if, uh-huh. if, if he's got an uh, an empty spot, and yeah. uh, man, he makes the best breakfast sandwiches. And oh uh, yeah, because they're they're out all the time. Him and his wife they go camping yeah. a lot, so mm-hmm. it's just like you know, it's second nature to him. Always cooking breakfast and got to have the coffee too, man. Got to have that going. Which we we yeah. brought our own coffee, yeah. coffee pot. About kill machine. your generator and try to run it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, nice. Mike's Mike's hooked me up big time. Um, what about cooking? Like cooking inside the camper? You know, I don't see many people doing that. Even though you can, yeah, I think I, I, maybe if you have a microwave and you're doing like popcorn or something like that. But uh, I, you're there. You're out in the summertime. It's such a great time to be outside. You might as well. You'll cook outside. I don't know, Andy, you ever cook inside at an event or anything? Yeah. Tima does. Oh, I don't know how to cook anything, but that's why I take her with me. <laughs> she, she feeds me really well. Yeah, she cooked something uh, the one time we were down. Yeah, she's made uh, mac and cheese, like like big amounts of stuff, like when we hook up with John Allen. Yeah. He smokes a, um, mm-hmm. a thing. We'll make like, yeah, sides brisket. and stuff. Yeah. So she'll make stuff like that or pasta or well, that was breakfast urgent. stuff on the stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We okay. don't do it, bring a grill or anything just because it's more shit to carry and deal with when you already got a stove in the camper. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying, Kevin, about being outside, but 
Now you got another apparatus to keep up with. Yeah, I think Mike's got something like that slides out of the side of his camper and it's just like there. Mm-hmm. Some kind of mm-hmm. grilling setup. Yeah, like an outdoor little yeah. kitchen what part plate. thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, like a hot plate thing. Yeah. We use the microwave a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And um if it's just me, I'd bologna sandwich. Bologna bread. Sandwich. <laughs> I can go all weekend with a loaf of bread and a pack of bologna something. Yeah. Bologna. Beef bologna. Or whatever, turkey or something. Yeah, some type of cold cut. I'm pr- I'm pretty simple. For our West Coast listeners, bologna is something that you uh, can get in the store. It's a meat product. It's probably illegal yeah. in California at this well, point. Well, what it was explained to me is that the, at the meat packing place, at the end of the day, they go through and sweep the floors and sweep the conveyor lines off. That yeah. all goes into the bologna bin, and it's then you so just good. press it out into this processed meat product. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Sounds tasty. That must be why it's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nature's perfect food. <laughs> Full of vitamins and dirt. It's all peckers and lips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about eating vegan at the field? <laughs> yeah, good now, that, luck. now that Andy's gone through all this. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why I don't see why you can't. Yeah, that would actually know. be easier. You could do raw, eat vegetables and stuff. All you need is a cooler if you're a uh-huh. vegan. That's true. Be very simple. And a gallon of uh, ranch or Caesar dressing. I don't think they could do ranch, right? Because isn't that made out of cream? Oh, yeah, it's got I, milk I in it. I, I can't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> now they just eat it plain. Just chop it up and shove it down their throat. Yeah. Or you could roast them and stuff. Yeah. Right. You want to be super vegan. <laughs> I think super vegans eating it raw, to be honest. Yeah. 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 The wannabe vegans actually cook their food. Gosh. Right. The, the wannabe vegans <laughs> eat lobster and steak. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. So take out, you know, you want to. Go to Sheets or go go to you know local fast food place. Pick up food yeah. and bring it back. One thing I'll do is go out and like if I'm just somewhere for a day or two or something, or if mm-hmm. I don't have the camper, I'll go out in the morning and get a biscuit or something for breakfast, and then I'll stop by a Subway and get a twelve inch sub, and that'll be my lunch. Nice, just yeah. to get in the truck. That's a good idea. Keep it for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that too. Um, you know, more like McDonald's and stuff, but yeah, that so. way you don't have to go back out. Exactly. Yeah. How about like from restaurants doing takeout from restaurants? You guys ever do that? Oh, I've yeah. never done that. No. Uh, Not at a fun fly. Not at a fun fly. Yeah, me neither. Has anyone? I'm curious. But since Ian does this sort of for a living, um, has anyone ever like Uber Eats or DoorDash food to the field? Believe it or not, I have not. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know whether it's just me being cheap well, or whatever. Have yeah. you ever have you ever delivered to some sort of a van or outdoor party or something going on besides um, just someone's house? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't like actually like delivered to like a outdoor party, but I've. De- I mean, I've delivered to like a uh, a couple of like venues and stuff. You know, like. Uh, 
I don't know, like Kansas City, like on the weekends, there's a, you know, there's always a few weddings going on, going on and everything. So there's been times where I've delivered to like a, like a venue where there was like a family thing going on. And it wasn't like a really big order. I think it was just somebody that didn't like what, what they were serving. But, um, no, I, as far as anything outdoor major, no, I really haven't. Hmm. And I know, uh, Chris Robert, they'll order pizza. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that delivered, Steve? I don't remember. Or did yeah, you go pick I think, it up? I don't I think it was delivered. I think it was delivered. Yeah, he would get like this late call pizza at like what, nine, ten o'clock or something like that, and yeah. have like ten pies delivered <laughs> to the field. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And our field that we fly in New Brunswick. Yeah, we used to order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would order uh, from the pizza yeah, place. Margarita the, pizza place. Yeah, yeah. Italian food restaurant whatever you want to call it and they would deliver we just tell them yeah we're in the flying field behind you and they would come deliver yeah flying speeding down the road when there's a side saying like seven mile per hour <laughs> yeah and that's great because yeah you could just if you're having a fun flyer or an event or something you know the club doesn't have to break out all the cooking stuff and they could just pay for you know a bunch of pizza pies and whatnot yeah one of my local fields has done that, you know, a good couple of times where they order like either a whole bunch of pizzas or they'll just like get a whole bunch of like, uh, you know, stuff from the local barbecue place that's like closest to the field. And, you know, they'll just order like pulled pork, you know, just the, the simple stuff. And, you know, that's, that would be like the, the pilot's dinner for like the little open house gathering. Cool. Hmm. Let's talk about eating out, leaving the field. Leaving everyone to go get some food. Yeah, dude, you know, this is something early on I wouldn't have wanted to do because I want to stay and enjoy the event. But uh-huh. when we went out with the planker and, you know, Dan and Kevin from Heliheads uh, uh-huh. last year, that was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Yeah. And I really yeah, enjoyed definitely. Chris's thing in, in Rochester uh-huh. where we would yeah. go out. For the dinner. So what was that? That was like a Friday night dinner, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was going a lot to of the diner there. Mm-hmm. I definitely think um, for like a two or three day event, it's nice to take one of the meals out. You know, like you know, it could be lunch. It doesn't have to be dinner. Um, if you want to kind of stay around the field for more of the night stuff, but <clears throat> or go to an hour. But like, you know, even even at um, RCHO, like. It was nice to like me, Ian, and Frank and his dad went out, and we got like we got lunch. You know, we got I don't even know what we, where we ate. Some, uh, it was like a chicken place, I believe. Some chicken barbecueish place, but yeah, it was good food. We just you know hanging out and chatting and um and just enjoying it, you know. So sharing, yeah. you know, sharing a meal with with people I don't normally share meals with, right? Like you know, with Frank and, and his dad. So that was cool in, in the end. So. And how about the time we we went out to Neff and we went out with the flight test group, man? Ah, oh, that was great too. Yeah, with yeah. Josh and his family and mm-hmm. uh, Alex and Alex, his family, Peters and his dad and his brother who was going going into the army, I think, right? Service. Air Force, yeah, yeah in service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff. That was great, and you know, I never expect anyone to pay for my meal. Yeah, like that is just not something I. Like an expectation. I don't care if they invited us. Like I still could have paid my part somehow or another, right? Right. But it was great that you know Bixler just picked up the tab. Yeah. You know, 
kind of forced it on us. We couldn't do anything about it. But no, no, he was like, absolutely not. I told him one yeah. year, I was like, I'm going to yeah. buy, you know, next year or whatever. And he was like, no, never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was definitely cool. Um, yeah. That was unexpected, but that was a lot yeah. of fun too. And I think they enjoyed it too. Like, cause when I went the first year, were you there the first year with Dave? No, I didn't. I didn't meet Dave there. I only met Dave at Flight Fest. Oh, okay. Yeah, the. Uh, I think I was there by myself. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So much fun that you know they wanted to do it again the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Steve, what was that restaurant we went to like uh, on like Friday night over at RCHO? Like where a whole bunch of us went. Like. I know, like, when it came to the bill, we all, like, pitched in for, like, one big bill and then wanted to make sure the waitress, you know, got tipped pretty well, too. Was that the steakhouse? I believe so. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about that night real quick. So someone was like, I think it was um, McGrady, was like, oh, yeah, we should do hibachi. And I was like, cool, yeah, I'll look up a place. <laughs> and I looked up a place and we're like, okay, well, this place is open and it doesn't seem too far, so we hoof it over there. We get there and it's super hood, super ghetto. <laughs> like people are just smoking weed everywhere. Like you know, blasting music, parked all fucked up. You know, pants are down to their knees, and they're walking around <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool, whatever. You know. Um. So right next to the hibachi place was a smoke shop, and the hibachi place ended up being takeout only, which was whatever. So we ended up going somewhere else. But um, I just saw <laughs> everyone was just like. Steve, where the fuck did you bring us? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I looked it up. But uh, we ended up then going back to, by the hotel, there's a steakhouse. And I forgot the name of it, but it was pretty damn good. Yes, it was. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. And, you know, um, I hate I hate when you eat with a lot of people and it's like time to split the bill and people are like, like kind of guessing, like oh yeah, mine should be thirty bucks. I'll just throw that in. You know, like uh, you should really check how much yours is. <laughs> you know, yeah. because I hate when we come up short and then like, you know, it ends up being someone who's already overpaid gonna probably put in more money because they just they're frustrated and don't want to deal with it. You know, um, and it's just not fair. And then it's also not fair, in my opinion, for the waitress to have to split checks too because that's just I mean, yeah. that's got to be a pain in the fucking ass. Like who got what and and all that stuff. Um. Yeah, so things like that get weird. I don't know. Dude, I just we yeah. used to, like, I've never seen this in the RTC, like, times I've been out with guys, you know, for dinner or whatnot. It's always been, we have too much money or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, or, a lot, or really, a lot of overpay, right. Mm-hmm. Really cool, unless it's Mike and I own 10 bucks and he doesn't let me forget it for, like, years and years. But, <laughs> but we went out for the guys I worked with, the people I worked with years ago, we all went out. Um, and it wasn't a work event, it was just, like, we're going to go out, yeah. you know, we go to this place Let's on Friday night. So I said, I said to the wife, you know, you want to go? We'll, we'll go hang out. And she was like, sure. I had a chicken sandwich and I think she had like an appetizer and they ordered two bottles of wine and they were drinking. Yeah. And when the bill came, they were, they just split everything down the middle. Like they yeah. just, you know, yeah, split, I don't like that. split yeah. it. I don't like ways. that system. I think that's a <laughs> shitty system. My wife did not like it either. I don't like it. That she sucks. was like, never again, she said to me. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of shitty. Yeah, that's, that's definitely shitty. When when you know, like, yeah, you had, like, seven drinks on your tab. Yeah, and I didn't have any. 
And I didn't, ha- and yeah, and I didn't drink any. I just had a meal yeah. and maybe an appetizer and a soda. You know, like no. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, you know, those are something. I think those are things that you end up learning over time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't go out to eat with other people. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah. Separate checks. Yeah, separate exactly. checks for people. <laughs> you don't got money. I ain't eating with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I do think that. Group dining out, you know, at events are nice, you know. Um, sometimes it gets crazy, you know. There's there's times where we go to, uh, you know, we go to that Mexican place and Eric Shu is, you know, pretty topped off as it is. And then he orders his margarita tower and then he's even more topped off and everyone is, you know, just nonstop laughing till your, like, cheeks are basically hurting you, you know. Nice. Um, and those things are like – and those memories – you know, you, you get a little bit of at the field, but not really, you know. It's just usually when you start separating people from, like, the big masses into smaller groups, you start kind of getting to know people a bit more, and some crazy, you know, fun stuff happened. So, eating out as far as fast food. I really do that to and from the event. <laughs> like yeah, driving. Driving, grab something, keep going. Yeah, yeah definitely driving. Um, you know, I, I think there's been times where, like, I've said I need coffee and I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts and I'll get breakfast and coffee and stuff, you know, yeah. in the morning. Um which wouldn't be that unusual for me. Um but yeah. I don't know. Um I'll I'll stop at like McDonald's like like say if I'm driving to like Council Bluffs or if I'm going to like one of the local fields, which is still like a you know, thirty to forty five minute drive, depending on how bad construction is. I'll stop by like McDonald's and like grab like, you know, sausage and cheese biscuits and then just, you know, hurry up and run to the field because like I have low blood sugar problems. So it's important for me to kind of keep that up, you know, or a lot of times I'll just make myself some breakfast before I go. Mm-hmm. So you're hypoglycemic. Yeah. My blood sugar runs low. Yeah. That's I, I get that every now and then. The doctor told me your blood sugar's low. I said, "Can't can I take care of that this weekend with drinking?" <laughs> <laughs> well, alcohol is sugar. Yeah, he's like, "No, wrong kind of sugar." Yeah. Other things about fast food? I don't know. Fast food, fast food. Yeah, I'm not a fan anymore, dude. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm really just man. I try to stay away from that as much as possible. It's not great, but it'll keep you from starving to death. Yeah, in a hurry. I don't know. Uh, try to avoid Taco Bell. That way you don't have to use the porta potty. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you're at a fun fly, the choices of food, I don't know. Like for me, like I'm a little more careful about food at fun flies just because, you know, the bathroom situation. Yeah. And I mean, dude, I just, I, I can't like, I don't know. I'll, I'll eat McDonald's if we're on the road and we're, we're, you know, that's it and we're stopping, but. Yeah, because there's usually not much choice, right? Ne- yeah, it's never my yeah. first choice. And yeah. It's just, like Andy said, you know, it's, it'll keep you from starving, but, uh, man, sometimes I feel like I got punched in the stomach after I get done with that stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, all right. Let's move it on to pilot dinner. Pilot's dinner. Oh, yeah. oh boy. This is usually really good, man. Yes. I think so. And no. Well, I, I, let me say this. If you're going to an event and you 
you know, you're a pilot and you pay for, you know, whatever it is, a landing fee and it's included, mm -hmm. you might as well go eat. And if you're sure. really hungry, a lot of times you can go back and get some more. Uh, they're, they're usually pretty lenient on that, you know? Yep. Seconds. Mm -hmm. I think so. And again, you support the club, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> to me, pilot dinners are great. Um, normally I'll eat them. Certain places I won't eat them anymore. Primarily it's not because of the food. Well, it is because of the food, but it's, it's because like, if you go to the same fun flies, same fields, same events, yeah, you're going to end up eating the same food at that event pretty much every time. Um, I don't, you know, I just kind of get tired of it. Like, you know, I'll, I'll call it out, you know, go to the islands. I don't want a ham steak for dinner. I'm, I'm done with ham steaks, you know, like, yeah, it's the same thing every time. So it's like, nah. Um, you know, even Fredericksburg, fried chicken. Great. I love fried chicken, but, you know, after a while, it's like, it's so greasy and so, I don't know, it's good, but I don't want to eat fried chicken. <laughs> you know, so like, sometimes I'll skip the pilot's dinner and I'll just go get something. Uh, um, I don't know. The, the food that they had at this last RCHO, man, that was fantastic. Uh, what was it called again? I big mean, plate. Uh, it's a big oh, Mexican plate. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't actually eat that because I've been having stomach issues that whole week. And, and that weekend, I was like, I'm not going to, you know, like, I actually, I think, what was it? I think after lunch, I started feeling sick. And I didn't end up eating dinner at all until, like, late, late. And then by then, I think, I don't remember what I did. I think I just went out and bought something. But, um, yeah, I, I think RCHO does it. Nice. They do different for each event as far as I recall. Now, granted, I've only been to three events there. but the two chill-outs and one fall pole. So, but within those three events, they were all different each time. So. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I do like that. Mm -hmm. I know uh, one of the fields that, you know, actually it was one of the the fields here in, uh, here in town where I live. Um, when I was in the club, they, I do believe they uh, did like a potluck because I remember bringing my chili out to the okay, event. That's cool. and, yeah, yeah, they did like, uh, you know, they had cheeseburgers, hot dogs, chips. And then, of course, you know, since uh, I, I remember it being like a kind of a chili part of the year, I went ahead and brought out my chili and, you know, they tore it up. It's like <laughs> they told me next time I should bring a bigger pot of chili. It's like, okay, you know. Nice. I mean, it, it, was, nice. it was great. Have you guys ever had a pilot's dinner? You're like, this was disgusting. This was terrible. Um, I don't know. I'm not a picky eater at all anymore. Uh, I don't believe I have. One of the Council Bluffs events I went to, they did like a really cool, you know, pilot's breakfast, which was really great. Um, one of the one of the guys that came to the event brought in uh, some home smoked bacon, which was fantastic. Nice. I, and it, it was all, you know, hand sliced and everything. So I, mean, me personally, I like the thick cut bacon, and yeah, that was fantastic. I loved it. Nice, yeah. I don't know, Steve. Have you had one? <clears throat> you don't have to say where. I have. Yeah. No, I have. Where you I'm not gonna like, say where. Nah, forget it. Yeah, like two bites into it, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not eating this. <laughs> You know, yeah, 
I think we're, dude, we're, we're missing one of the greatest parts of, uh, or greatest times to eat or places to eat at a fun fly is when, like Andy was saying earlier, Tima gets something together and, and John Allen does his, his whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I know those what, are good. I know what Ian's saying about the bacon. Like, um, I've had that. I've had, oh, and Dave, Dave Hill was making pancakes. When you get that like whole, what do they call that, uh, potluck dinner type thing going on where everybody brings a little something, man, that's just mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Amazing. Yeah. Not really fun flies. I've had that. I've had that at, um, club events. Club events. You know? Yep. Yeah. Like Tri County, you know, uh, Mr. K, his like, I guess his wife may, I don't know, some like goat stew or something. It was really good though, you know? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's it's cool when people, you know, especially when you when you talk about people's culture, and yeah. they bring some some little bit of their culture into it too. So yeah. you're not just getting like, you know, like, you yeah, know, the, the, the goat stew was was yeah, yeah the goat stew was uh, it's like a a Haitian recipe, right? Like, yeah. so you get a little taste of of Haiti, you know, and, and it's cool, right? Get a little bit of their culture. Absolutely, it you sounds know? awesome. Yeah. Any other things about food? Um, what about snacks? Do you guys like, you know, oh, I got a three-day fun fly. I'm going to, let me go pick up some snacks, you know, some chips. Some I don't soda, go anywhere water. without snacks. <laughs> ah, clueless nice. setting. So what's your, how do you, what's your thought pattern for when you're like, I need to buy some snacks for this, whatever I go, you know, wherever I'm going. I don't go anywhere without snacks. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's a fun fly. I always got to have snacks. Nice. I don't understand your question. <laughs> so my question would be that's like when people ask me what else do you listen to besides heavy metal i'm like i don't understand the question <laughs> <laughs> well we just found out today you listen to yeah, stuff. appalachian spoon music yeah <laughs> is that what it's called that's the appalachian heavy metal yeah kind of yeah. all right um, no but andy's, i know andy's right you you got to grab something, man, because who knows? I mean, you better be safe than sorry. Grab a bag of chips, grab whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your snack uh-huh. is. Peanut butter yeah. crackers, chips, uh, anything. Granola yeah, bars, something with I've, some protein in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've definitely been caught out the other end of that and not had snacks. I'm like, damn, I wish I just had a bag of chips right now. It would be so good. <laughs> I don't go anywhere without snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so I know who to hit up. Yes. Who will always mm-hmm. have snacks. <laughs> I always have snacks. Awesome. Basically, I like to have snacks when I'm driving. You know, if I'm driving eight hours somewhere, mm. I have yeah. some chips or something to munch on. Yeah. Yeah. Give you, give you some of that. A little bit now, of a, This you know, may be bad advice because I am like 30 pounds overweight, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you can be 30 pounds uh, overweight, too. Yeah. Just like me. (laughs) I I know sometimes like when it comes with like snacks and like a long road trip, sometimes I'll pack like uh, protein bars, you know, know, since the blood sugar runs low, need protein to bring that up. So it's like I'll I'll pack sometimes, uh, you know, protein bars, uh, beef jerky, pack some chips in the back. You know, my thing is I don't want to like stop. To get someone, you know, say if I'm going to like a really long distance run fly, I, I don't really want to stop at like a fast food restaurant unless I just need to just, you know, just to take a break and recoup. But uh, when I flew to, you know, RCHO, I packed like uh, 
a Ziploc baggie full of like trail mix, and I also had some beef jerky with me there too. So nice. Yeah, for me, snacks are a second thought. It's funny because I always eat them, but they're like a second thought when I go to a fun play. I'm like, oh, I'm here. Like, damn, I thought I had to go to it's the gas station for something. For but. me, especially in the summer when I'm working, mm-hmm. you know, you go out for 12, 14 hours in the field, you better take some damn snacks with you. Yeah. And your I lunch mean, and your I dinner. Was, yeah, I was about to say, I'm surprised you don't bring all your meals with you. Sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for this topic, or shall we move it on? Yeah, we can move it on. Yeah, I think we covered it. All right. Planker segment. Planker? He's fired. He's fired. <laughs> well, you don't show up for work this long. You eventually get fired, right? I mean, yeah. isn't that how it works? <laughs> Do we want to play uh, anything from the Planker this week? Let's play... Can we play like one of his first or like early, early episodes, like really early in the day? We could if he named them in a normal convention starting at one. Oh, did he not? The I don't first know. ones he did, I think. He only started naming them like after a year or two. Oh, I see. Yeah. Episode three. Yeah, I see 3.1, four. Let's try 3.1. Okay. The Planker Channel reserves all rights to everything Planker. If you like it, we did it. If you don't like it, we don't know anything. Anyone listening to this broadcast automatically yields all rights to everything in perpetuity to Planker Channel, including all men, women, children, pets, and small rodents. Hey, hey, we're back for uh, episode... uh, What is this? Episode three of the Planker News Service, Planker Channel News Service, uh, specifically for Freefall RC Podcast. And thanks, guys. Um, so we're rolling along. If you um, hear a couple of sounds in the background there, that is uh, our, one of our guests me. we have in the studio tonight. That's Arnold no Tons. Arnold, Arnold uh, I think you said your nickname is Tons of Fun. Is that right? He's nodding yes. Okay. Arnold says, Arnold claims he can <laughs> fart the alphabet. So we're going to see how that works out. But first, let's go to our interview with an up-and-coming master uh, demo pilot. Uh, heli demo pilot, Lance Winkledink. Okay, here we are. Uh, we're at the uh, Tri-County RC Club here in uh, North Brunswick, New Jersey. And right over here, here he is. Here's our new heli star, Lance Winkledink. How you doing, Lance? Well, howdy there, Mike. So what will you be showing us today? I have prepared uh, a routine with most of the popular moves included. Popular moves, Lance? Yes, well, popular, you know, back at the home. <laughs> home, Lance? You mean at your place? No, at the home. Okay, well, our, okay, what, what are we going to see today? Well, right after takeoff, I'm going to go directly into an inverted blowhole. Then I'll slowly turn around into a stinky weasel. <laughs> then slowly I'll turn <laughs> back around and pull a rusty trombone. <laughs> Two comb-overs, and then I'll slow down for a tail-end dick waggle. If, if everything's going good, then I'll do a I'll do a nose in, dirty bishop, and then at the at the end at the finale, I'll be my signature move, which is a screaming turtle squirt. Well, I don't know anything you just said, but but okay. Hey, that guy's a dick. Let's see your heli. You better run if he's going to start that thing. Wow, that thing flies. 
<laughs> Mostly. It sometimes um, takes a bit of help. Help? Well, you know, sometimes we have to. Uh, well, sometimes we have to throw it from the roof or from a tree. Um, you know, to get a little extra air time. So let me get going here. I'm not sure this thing is. Wait, 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 wait! You're cranking that thing? <laughs> I would run if I was you. Uh, it might make it. it, it run! Uh, Everybody run! No, no, it's definitely not uh, gonna make it. Okay, well that didn't go well. That didn't go any better than what we got in the studio here. Uh, poor Arnold, uh... Arnold Tunz, uh, he was practicing during the, that segment uh, to fart the alphabet, and he shit himself. <laughs> I think he got to the letter O, and what a mess. So we're, while we're cleaning that disaster up, uh, let's. our next segment is uh, we visited the uh, North Eastern Pocket Pool Championship. So let's, uh, let's go see how that went. Hey guys, I'm here at the North American Pocket Pool Championship. So I have to whisper because I don't feel very welcome. In fact, you know what? The problem is I can't even tell who's a participant or who's an observer. Everybody looks the same here. They all got. They're all standing and they're all just standing around with these blank stares. Everybody seems to be busy. Counting change in their pocket. Oh, wait a minute. Now I get it. Pocket pool. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. So that, that explains everybody's got their hands in their pockets. All right. Well, I'm not. Okay. Uh, up in the wall there, it says, uh, uh, say thank you to our sponsor of this event, Shankman's Hand Cream. Okay. That fits. Let me see if I can get anybody. No, they're, no, they're not going to let me go in here. Well, listen, buddy. Listen, buddy. Listen, buddy. Got some complaints um, that you're an outsider. Everybody can see your hands. No, no, no. Don't. Listen, listen. I'll leave. Just don't, don't put your hands. Don't. Actually, don't touch me with your hands. No. I think it's okay. time for you to leave. I'll leave voluntarily. Out this way, okay. bud. Out this way. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get this see guy ya. out of here. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Kevin, Mike D. I'm having some trouble with your recommendations. You told me I should practice flying inverted. And I've been doing that, but my God, I get these wicked headaches, and it's so <laughs> difficult. Wouldn't it be easier if I just, you know, flew the heli upside down rather than hanging upside down? Let me know, dude. Hi, this is Ronald, and I'm an Uber driver. I don't know who you were, sir, but you, you, you left... Well, there was a sticker in the back seat that said Freefall RC. But what I was really calling about is you left this your skirt and heels and wig in, in the back seat of the car. So please contact me so I can return your items. 
Hey, Kevin, Mike D. Listen, man, I'm, this isn't working out, dude. When I called you and I told you my ailerons on the heli were, were backwards, you told me that the servos had to be reversed. So I took the right one out of the right side, put it in the left, <laughs> took the left one out, put it in the right. It's the same shit, dude, man. I'm really losing faith in you, brother. Hey, Kevin, Mike D again. Some of my friends think you're messing with me telling me to uh, put uh, helium in the heli to make it fly lighter. I'm going to try it anyway, man. I'll let you know what happens. Howdy, Mr. Ross. Uh, this is the doctor's office calling back about your case. So the doctor wanted me to tell you that you need to stop pulling on it. It's not going to get any larger at this point, and he's concerned you're going to break it. So stop. That's the message. Stop pulling on it. I know. I can on the phone right now. Hold on. Hold on. Um, and also, the doctor said, "Don't you know? Don't call this office anymore." You know, can you believe it? Kevin. Wow, man. This is pretty awesome. We got uh, a little bit of helium and lots of nitrous oxide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where that heli is. It, the heli left a while ago. I'll, I'll hang around for a while, see if it comes back. Thanks, Kevin. This is great, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, buddy, you over there. Hey, man, can I buy some pot from you? <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> awesome. Dude, one of the Planker's <clears throat> finest. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty old good. one. Dude, you know, I thought it was going to be the one where he's like, hey, uh, guys, I oh, wait, somebody's coming. <laughs> he said that in one of the episodes. It was so great. It's one of the funniest things he's done, man. I don't know why it struck me as so funny, but uh, just like uh, just like the doctor in that one. Mm-hmm. No, I got him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that type of shit. He really knows how to create a scene. He does. Uh-huh. He knows how to cause a scene and create a scene. <laughs> Paint a picture. Yep. He's the awesome. best. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some new episodes soon. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's move it to news announcements. Okay. News and announcements. What do we got here? Scorpion has made some of their drivers in U.S. standard sizes, one sixteenth nice. through one eighth, just like the normal ones. Hmm. hmm. So that's cool, but my question is why? Yeah. Good point. Old Tommy Plankers—they're using even then four forty screws. Most of those are Phillips. Yeah. The only time I've seen standard hex drivers on anything related to the hobby is some of the, um, you know, the, the, the linkage stoppers, some of those linkage stoppers, uh-huh. the actual yeah. set screw itself is like yeah. standard and it's like some weird standard size. Of, yeah. One sixteenth or five. Yeah. Or something, yeah. Yeah. And I always lose that particular one because they give you one with it and I always lose it. <laughs> And then I'm like, yeah. damn it. I could use these uh, on the farm if they were bigger. Yeah. One-eighth's kind of small. I use a three-sixteenths a lot for different things, set screws and stuff. But whatever. If you got if you, if you got something that was made like 30 years ago, 
It's got standard hardware on it. These might be good. I mean, I could definitely use this type of stuff at work because some of the set screws we have mm-hmm. on some of the door hardware uh-huh. yeah. is, is smaller like this, you know, some of the door strikes and stuff like that. Maglocks yeah. have little tiny set screws on them. And sometimes they're not, a lot of times they're not metric. They're standard. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, even, even on that type of situation, a lot of it is becoming more and more metric. Yeah. Nowadays, even stuff made in the U.S. is using metric hardware. Like we have the, uh, we have the devices. If you want to, if you want to leave, say there's a mag lock and you're leaving and there's no push button, there's like a pull station where you got to pull the, the actuator down to reset. That is usually, uh, a key. Sometimes there's a hex driver. Also the glass break where there's a little rod and, you know, you, you got to break the glass to pop the, button out that's usually a standard hex driver but that's it man i wish it would all go metric i mean make up your freaking mind just go metric enough uh you know enough already yeah especially with that I mean, kind of stuff well, i wish when it comes to cars and stuff like that like uh you know everything even in your you know even in things like my jeep i mean a lot of it's metric oh it's all metric yeah 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 i wish we would went totally metric 40 years ago when we had the chance. Uh-huh. So fucking stupid that we're not. What else we got? They also have a standard, a multi-bit tool. They have a standard version of that as well. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Steve, you already mentioned these servos, but we got new BK9001 HV standard size cyclics uh-huh. and 9005 <clears throat> HV standard size tail servos. Yep. They do look good. I like the design. I like the color. Um, specs are pretty good too. You know? I said they're brushless. Mm-hmm. The specs are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 500 uh, ounce per inch torque on uh, 8.4 volts. Yeah. Yeah. 0.049 second for 60 degree of travel at 8.4 volts. It's fast. Right. So, I looked this up, and that's almost the specs of the H700 Futabas. Mm. And they're not recommended to use with the BEC. So I'm wondering if these specs are accurate. Won't these things pull too much current for BEC? Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. What are thoughts on that? I mean, 500 ounce inches at the .049 Degrees. Yeah, it's fast as uh, uh, 0.049 seconds per 60 degrees. That's the 8.4 volts uh-huh. and 500 ounce inches of torque. That's a extreme amount of torque and extreme speed. So uh-huh. if that's accurate, it seems like these would pull a, a shit ton of power. Yeah. Hmm. What do you yeah. guys think? I'm curious to see how they hold up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that does seem like a lot for... You don't ever... I mean, you rarely see that much torque and that much speed together. That's right. that's like an outstanding spec. Mm-hmm. Well, Andy, A, I definitely think it pertains to your flying. Like, if you're, if you're a quick pilot, you know, yeah, you're probably going to pull a lot more current than me or you would do, you know? Right. But if Kyle Stacy's checking these things out, I mean, I've never seen a guy... Other than Tarek. Dude, did you see the video where he was kind of doubling the servos? 
And he's like, no. Uh, there's one part where he's doing like full tilt, like the helicopter's doing a hundred some hundred miles per hour, and then he just does a dead stop wall. And yeah. I expected the thing to just like blow up. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, going that's your that test right going, there, dude. Stop. Yeah. And it held, like the servos held. It didn't move. It didn't let go. It didn't crash, you know? I was that, I couldn't believe how it just stopped on the dime. But Andy brings up a good point though, dude. Like what, now what BEC is he running in that, in, in his setup, you know? Hobby wing. He's, he's a hobby wing pilot. He's a hobby wing guy. Yeah, Vax Nova, so. Yeah, and Hobby Wing is what, like 10 amps continuous, yeah, 20, 20 or 30? Yeah, 20 peak, okay. So, hmm. I don't know. I want to see him do the wall and do a, a like crazy pirouette while he's doing it. <laughs> Draw some more from that tail servo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be fine. I do think that, like, you know, maybe there might be some edge cases if the pilot is really demanding that much from, uh, from something that has a very weak BC, I can see that being an issue, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what are normal, like, what's the normal amperage you can get from, like, a two-cell LiPo, like a 3600 or something? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I wonder, like, could you draw more than a LiPo would want to give? And nah, I wouldn't think so. No. Not on a 3600. Mm. See how they do. Um, I do like that they have an introductory price. Um, yeah, I was just going to bring up the price. The introductory price is one twenty one forty nine for the cyclics. Yep. I didn't realize that that was the introductory. The regular yeah. price is one thirty four ninety nine. Yep. Um, I was thinking these really needed to come in around one twenty one twenty five to be. But you got to understand too. These are these are brushless servos. Like I don't think you can get brushless at that price point anymore. I feel like it was just cordless servos that you could get at like the no, one. The ones I just put in my raw, but they're not this fast. They're much slower. Yeah. They're only a hundred bucks. Mm. They're over they're five hundred something ounce inches of torque, but they're slower. They're mm. like point one something seconds. So mm. half the speed. Right. Tail servo is What's the price on it? Yeah. One twenty five. Yeah, one twenty five ninety nine. And the regular price is one thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Interesting. That's um, cool. It's very interesting that the tail servo is it is faster than the um, cyclics, but not by a lot. Like by zero point one eight seconds. Yeah, I don't even know yeah the cyclic the servos are as fast as a lot of tail servos. Right. So Assuming these specs are accurate. Mm-hmm. And I the tail servo. I that, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, who knows about any of these torque speed settings? Or that's, um, that's why I'm saying that. You know? I'm just saying, like, not, like every All server brands. company could be doing different I, tests on their mm-hmm. stuff. So who knows, right? right? So they're not standardized, but um, but initially the numbers look pretty good. Uh, to work on the tail servos are very low, but that's to be expected because you want a fast servo, not right. really a high torque servo. But I do Still like that. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's really high. Two seventy one. That's higher than a lot of cyclics. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how these hold up and 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I see some of the, I see some of the comments already, you know, like, and it's just like nitpicking about every little thing. Oh, that's people. That's uh, Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, people are dicks. It's, I, I Whatever. They'll be good. If they're not, they'll take care of them. So. Right. And that's the thing, right? Be worried about it. Yeah. yeah. He has really, really good customer service. So check them out. I think they'll be good, probably. Yeah, I think I'll go ahead and try to get myself a set after uh, Spring Fling. So it's like uh, I'm really curious to see how these work. Cool. All right. What else we got? All right. The biggest news this week is we flew a helicopter on Mars. Nice. You guys know about this, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. coaxial thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that little. It's a pretty good size. It only flew, I don't know, I didn't watch, I watched the flight, a flight, I guess it's the only one, it looked like it just went up in a hover for, I don't know, five or six seconds and landed, but still, that's pretty freaking amazing. It flew an aircraft on another planet. Yeah. So, was it Amazon delivering? Is that what it was? No. I hope not, because there's going to be no place we can fly Pretty soon, if that takes place on Mars, <laughs> can't even go to Mars to fly. Yeah, it's like right. they stay claim. <laughs> yeah, gosh, awesome. I, I got to check the video out. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's pretty damn cool just putting it on Mars, let alone flying it. Right. I was gonna say, what are the specs on that? <laughs> I mean, did they say anything? What was the lag like? It's twenty minutes lag. Ooh. So it flies itself. Yeah. Weighs four pounds. Uh, its height's about 19 inches. Rotor span is four feet or 1.2 meters. So it's coaxial. It's Damn. neat. Solar, and, and solar charging. It, and you said it weighed four pounds? Correct. Damn. The counter rotating blades spin about 2,400 RPM. Wow. I wonder if they balanced them before they sent it up. <laughs> I'm sure they balanced everything on that Probably. thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, knowing NASA and how, you know, meticulous area. 20 minute lag? What are you using? An orange RX on that thing? <laughs> PSM2. <laughs> well, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be automated, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. automated. So, yeah. It's like a, you know, it's a drone. Yeah. It sure is. Drones it's on Mars. Cool that it's an, they use a helicopter, a coaxial counter rotating rotor mm. helicopter. Yeah, instead of a multi blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the reason for that Precision. is if something failed, right? It would, could just it could still land. It just might be spinning quite a bit. I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know how it counter rotate itself. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. the whole point of having coaxial is that it, those two blades. No, I think it's because the atmosphere is so thin. You need a very efficient system, which yeah. a helicopter yeah. blade is way more efficient than the prop on a multi rotor. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know that for sure. That's just what I'm thinking. And besides, you know, I think it would probably be worst case scenario if they took a helicopter with a boom up there. You know, what if they you know, what if they boom struck or hit something with the tail rotor or whatever? And then it's like, oh, mission's over. There goes a, a billion dollars. 
Yeah. I'm waiting for Andy's finger to hit one of those buttons over there. <laughs> nah. I mean, it needs it, but nah. I mean, <laughs> Shaggy's not flying anything on Mars, dude, so there's no chance of a boom strike. <laughs> True. Right, but I mean, like there's that. a lot of rocks and stuff. Okay. It's been a slow week, folks. I'm an idiot. <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. Wow. Oh, I have another piece of news and or announcement. Something in my internet travels that I saw was that Hobby King, almighty king of the hobby, is no longer carrying any Align ripped off helicopter kits. Really? Yeah, just by Why? chance I was there and just... And just quit like, selling anything heli related or... They what? sell... Micros, right? Yeah, so? they sell ready to fly, you know, the the knockoffs, the coaxial and the little tiny four channel ones, but no kits like they used to have the assault 700 and 450 kits and forget yeah. what they used to have a bunch of different ones, uh-huh. uh, all based on the aligned stuff. Well, those salts, I don't think were based off of line, were they? What was the, what was the, the I ones before they were, were they not? Um, uh, like they had the red I canopy. That brand. I, I yeah, that was just is. the HK, the HK yeah. whatever knockoff, HK450, HK500. Yeah. But the Assault, I thought, was like a KDE clone or KDS clone, KDS. Maybe the 700, the 450, I yeah. wasn't. Okay. Yeah, I thought the 700 was. Because when you look at it, it doesn't look like an Align inside. At least I didn't think so. But yeah. anyways, I was whatever. on for Hobby King poking around, and I just, for shits and giggles, I went over to Helicopter Kits. And I saw nothing. I can't imagine many people were buying those anyway. So yeah, I would have thought for trying to clean up their shelf. <laughs> yeah, I thought people were buying them for like scale builds, you know. Yeah, that's what I bought it for. Would you trust that to put in a big expensive scale body though? No, I don't we don't any... buy big expensive scale bodies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Yeah. Essentially, mine was just like all the parts I had left over. From the old days. A 450, that's one thing. I was talking about like a big 700 or something. Well, yeah, and I remember RCHN talking about that, you know, maybe getting one and, and looking when they were $200 for a 700 kit. You know, they were like thinking about getting one just to check it out, see how bad it was. Combat heli, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be perfect. Speaking of combat helis, I got some more specs for this helicopter on Mars. Mars. Oh, yeah. oh. It's four pounds on Earth, but 1.5 pounds on Mars. Wow. And the solar panel charges a lithium-ion battery, providing enough energy for one 90-second flight per Martian day. It's average around 350 watts. It, or it says about 350 watts of average power during flight. Uh, the range is up to 980 feet and a flight altitude of up to 15 feet. The atmosphere is less than 1% as dense as Earth's. So that's probably why the very low altitude and stuff. That's anyway. pretty good. So it's got lower gravity, but also has so the atmosphere. Is atmosphere. So thin. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It only has enough power to fly up to 980 feet. But, I mean, you know, solar charge and 
Wow. Take some pictures. Do you know? It's better than nothing. I don't know. I just think it's cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, I do have one more thing. Uh, I kind of wanted to do a uh, friendly little reminder about uh, uh, the Steve Jordan Memorial Fun Fly uh, coming up this weekend over in uh, Council Bluffs. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's this weekend. I'll I'll be making the trip up there. Um, I didn't put any info on the on the show notes, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a you know reminder that it's going on this weekend. So if you're in the area, definitely worth checking out. It's, uh, uh, it starts at like, uh, 9am and pretty much goes on all day. So yeah, definitely worth checking out. Cool. Sweet. All right. Let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for you, Ian? What I've got going on is, uh, of course be working like crazy. And then uh, in the midst throughout the week, I'll be uh, finished getting things gathered up that I'm going to be taking on the trip to uh, Spring Fling. Uh-huh. Um, still got to get a few things. I still got to stop by the store and get stuff, you know, as far as to, you know, stuff Munchies. my face at the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. And uh, got to get some maintenance done on the Jeep. I was supposed to do that this past weekend. never got the chance to do it. And not to mention, just go through, like, what gear am I going to bring? I mean, you know, as far as tools, you know, camping chair, anything else, you know, just just the basics. And then uh, I'm going to be on Discord on Friday, as always, uh, do some uh, simulating. Cool. Uh, chill with the guys, you know, the usual suspects. And then uh, I think that's about all I've got going other than, other than that, I mean, I'm trying not to fly. I, I, you know, I probably will put a couple flights in. My thing is, I just don't want to break anything before the event. Yeah, I mean, that's always a big risk that you take. Um, oh. I believe that's about it. Um, oh, I still have to do some work to the charger. I got to do some soldering on that. So, when I first built the charger in like 2016, I mean, it was when I started getting into bigger helis. I did up the power supplies that I got the HP uh, server power supplies. Well, with my soldering skills now compared to, you know, when I started doing this, like you could look at the back of my power supplies and it looks like a five-year-old did the soldering job on it. So I'm going to redo that. So it's like not as hideous and I don't have to worry about anything breaking off because of a cold solder joint. So I'm going to get that taken care of. Cool. Watch, he's going to make it worse. <laughs> oh, no. I'll take before and after photos. Um, yeah. Good. I like looking at those. Oh. Uh, I have a feeling he's like, I've had this for three years. Never had a problem. Resolder next day. I don't know Ooh. what happened. It's not working. <laughs> 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 it's like, you should have just left it alone. It worked. <laughs> I mean, it's working now, but man, you can look at the back and you just see it, just a big old puddle. It, look, just... it, it looks worse than the pictures you sent us the other day of your soldering now. <laughs> Boy. I guess yeah, it, it, looks, like, it, it, Holy look, it shit. looks way worse. Holy fuck. <laughs> and he's like, it can't be worse. It can't be worse. <laughs> hey, hold on. I'll pull it out of the box and take a picture for you all. Uh, don't bother. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> 
Uh, awesome. All right, is that it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Steve? So yeah, I want to get the the raw finished up. I gotta just replace the back elevator servo um, arm and kind of just glue up that front mount, the ESC mount a little. So I'll probably work on that. But hey, did you honest, talk about what all broke on your crash? I don't, I don't know. Think you did. I don't think you did either. Not much broke. Yeah, not much broke. So just to go over my raw pretty crash. Impressed. Um. The, the helicopter fell out of the air around 80 feet. Uh, no power, no nothing. So it kind of came down on its right side nose. Um, the canopy got cracked up a bit, as to be expected when it went in head first. Um, nose first, I should say. And then, uh, obviously, the main blades. The tail blades kind of got nicked up, which I'm probably not going to use the tail blades, or I'll hold them as a spare set. But um, I'm going to replace those too. So main blades, tail blades, um, the ESC mount. Broke a little bit by one of the bolt holes that mounted the motor mount. It's, you know, I'm just going to take it apart, C8 or, or epoxy it, probably epoxy, and then I'll just put it back together and call it a day. Uh, it wasn't damaged enough for me to worry. Um, the rear elevator servo arm, nothing in the head seemed tweaked as far as I can tell, but um, I will, you know, get a get a driver on it and um, spin the, the spindle around just to make sure um, that's not bent in any way. And also I'll take the head off and, you know, run up the motor and see if the main shaft, if I see any wobble or anything in the way, main shaft. Um, but yeah, really wasn't bad at all. I was quite surprised. Um, yeah, you know, I was impressed. I half expected the boom to be dented and messed up, the landing gears to be broken. I expected the front canopy to be way yeah, more broken. Destroyed. Yeah. Well, I, I've been thinking about that after seeing the pictures of your crash. I know in, when I did the review, I was saying that I didn't think the canopy would survive any kind of crash because I thought it was pretty fragile. But now I'm thinking because it's kind of it's thin and there's really not a lot there. Be yeah, honest, it's you know kind of it floppy and yeah. and stuff. I think it might just move and bend and absorb some of the energy instead exactly. of breaking. Exactly, exactly. It's almost like a crumple. Like it gets scratched up and cracked, but it doesn't like explode like you would expect. Right. It doesn't get smashed up to the point where like it comes apart because there's right. so little of it that it, kind it of just kind of, yeah, it just kind of moves and bends and flops yeah. out of the way. I mean, if you, so maybe it's better than I originally first thought. Yeah. Um, you know, when you look at the raw, you can move that whole front. Yeah, you mouth can grab part. it and wiggle it around. Yeah, it's it wiggles. floppy. Yeah. But that gives it enough of that, like, right. dampening inertia to, like, maybe help not destroy everything, you know? Yep. Um, I expected That's the see to be gone. <laughs> like, I expected the mount to be gone, but it came down, like, right on the nose. I really thought, like, everything from the front half yeah. would be shot. And didn't you say it hit it hard enough to scoot the motor back? Yeah, loosen yeah. the belt, it, so it, it, it took some force. Yeah, and the belt's all loose. Yep, mm-hmm. so it totally did. So Ouch. the canopy for now, like you know, it's one of those things where like you come up close, you can see the damage. Five right. feet away, you won't see it. So I'm gonna, I will try to fix the canopy while I have it off and do a little bit of the, you know, maybe paper towel or tissue paper and um, and CA and just kind of reinforce it, make it strong again. You know, I do have fiberglass. I even have carbon fiber and epoxy if I wanted to. 
really repair it like strong and light, but I got the orange canopy set coming, hopefully whenever this, you know, box of parts come from um over the boat, over the slow boat. Um to BK Hobbies. So I should be getting I don't know. I have so many things on back order right now, like the orange canopy set, the yellow tail boom, which I, I don't even have a yellow canopy really anymore. <laughs> but like, you know, all the other stuff that I ordered, I've ordered extra tail fins and extra tail booms thinking that like that 35 millimeter boom is going to break, you know. Um, but no, nah, it, it all, it really held up pretty well. Now, I wasn't, the blades weren't spinning. Like, you know what I mean? The power was dead. So nothing was driving the motor or nothing like so. Who knows if like if I went full force in like a hurricane and drove it in, it would probably been way worse than it just kind of flopping down into the ground. But um, you know, I just when I when I'm wiggling the six, I'm like, oh shit, this isn't working. <laughs> you know, it's falling out of the air. I'm starting to walk towards it because I know like I can't do anything. It's just gonna drop, and you know, so I'm just walking and like, oh man, this sucks. And you know, it hits the ground. I'm I my I take my phone out. And I'm like. Look at this, a minute into the flight and, you know, recording my screen on my V-Control Touch, um, trying to figure out what was going on, like, at least in my head, you know. Um, but, yeah, I was quite surprised. So, they do, it seems to hold up. Maybe not to a telephone pole or, a, you know, electrical box on a telephone pole, but <laughs> definitely, you know, just flopping out of the sky, it's not too bad. Um, oh, on the other thing, too, I wanted to say, besides that, to be honest, I probably won't be doing much in the hobby right now. Um, I don't think I mentioned it last week because I think it was after. But eat it, George. The Miata started. Not that George listens to this, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I should send him the clip. You should. You know, he was hating and doubting and saying that, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, he'll take I'll, my little. I'll come by with a trailer. Yeah, yeah, or something. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Now, so the Miata started. Um, originally, I had um, a little bit of coolant leak in the coolant reroute that I did for it. Um, but those, I patched all those up. I redid the the block off plate and tightened up a hose clamp or two, and it, it seemed to resolve that. So basically, I'm working on the brake system and the clutch. Um, once I get those done, I'm gonna, you know, obviously get fluid filled up in there and bled, and then I'm going to take it off the jack stands and give it a drive. Even without so will it just, be donut time? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I live in a cul-de-sac, so there's a perfect <laughs> round circle right there for me to do this. Donut enter. <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors would love it. you know. But there's also a high school, and in that high school parking lot, I know some high school kids have been doing some stuff because there's just skid marks everywhere. Yeah, sure. So I'll just, you know, I'll run in there one weekend and do a quick, you know, uh, you know what did they call it? A quick, uh, what do you call burnouts? They call it some skid. I'll do a quick skid and, um, you know, and then disappear. But, uh, yeah. Make, <laughs> make sure you get it on video or it didn't happen. Watch, yeah, yeah. Out, watch out for lot poles. Yeah, yeah. Just getting around the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Light poles in the principal. Light poles, <laughs> herbs, you know. Yeah, try not to get to tension. Yeah, try not to get to tension, yeah. you know, or after school. Yeah. For sure, <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, I'm very excited about the Miata. So right now, um, pretty much every day, I've been spending about a half an hour to an hour on the car, getting little things wrapped up. Um, you know, so soon it's gonna be time for me to start working on the body 
of the car um, and getting that that wrap going. So I'm very close. I'm very close. I, I'm only, you know, to the point where I, I actually got my title out and I got to figure out getting the car registered in Virginia and titled in Virginia. So I could potentially at least drive around the street until I get too many tickets and then I say, screw this. I want to keep it off the road. It's track only. But yeah, I'm very excited about that, obviously. Um, it's been over a year in making. So, you know, I'm glad that it started. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a, that was a very, you know, one of them throw your hands up in the air moments, you know, when it happened. So <laughs> sure. It's great. Still, that was awesome. Really, I mean, what you've done in like the past, you know, like year, I've seen like some, you know, basket cases, you know, spend like five years on on something and might not even make it, right? You know, you know, to what they're, you know, what they're trying to achieve, and you're really knocking it out. Thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm close. I'm getting there. But remember, this is just phase one, so who knows? <laughs> oh shit! How many more phases? <laughs> there's, there's three total. Phase one is. Just rebuild the motor, get the car on the road, and get it driving. Phase two is the turbocharger, and then phase three is a V8 swap. So, you know, this is a long project, so it might be five years when I'm actually done with all of it. But at the very least, you know, the car had a rod knock and don't have it anymore. So that's a big achievement there. And I totally completely took the whole engine apart, <laughs> like, and put it all back together. And I was really surprised it started at all. You know, jeez, still that's that's really awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see who's next. Let's go to Kevin because he wrote some stuff here. Yeah, I'm on call this weekend, so who knows what is next for me? Good, good. Be on call this weekend, not next. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I have an excuse not to fly anything, which Andy knows. If you don't fly anything, you don't crash anything. Exactly. Yep. So that's good. Maybe I'll work on uh, R2 a little bit. Who knows? I want to add some kind of smoke to them. Smoke or fire extinguisher. Something. A taser. Taser. Yeah. Something I can, you know, scare the wife with. Flamethrower. <laughs> nice, something. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But that's it, man. Put the uh, glow go back together, probably. Uh-huh. Or at least something do the tail. It. See if I can figure out what was up with that. For sure, you know. Uh-huh. What about you, Andy? Got to try to get some corn in the ground. So I don't imagine I'll be doing much hobby stuff this week. Well, according to Mike Bloomberg, you just you know dig a hole and put the seed in the ground. That's about it. Yeah, there's a lot of holes to dig though. It takes uh-huh. a while. I mean, what do you got? Like four acres, five acres, right? Yeah. <laughs> some something like that. Yeah, something like. In the hundreds, right? Oh, like 4,000. <laughs> no, not that much. Well, I don't know. It's big. About 100? Uh, I got about 1,200 this year. Wow. Oh, wow. It goes from here to over yonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. That's I've been busy getting stuff ready. I haven't actually started planting yet, but maybe toward the end of this week and probably next week we'll be planting. So we'll see. Cool. Awesome. Nice. All right. Make that money by making that corn. Mm-hmm. All right. We got any listener pipeline? Listener pipeline. Oh yeah, we do. I think. So I know we do. 
I saw one the other day. Hey, free phone crew. This is Stephen Cooper here. Hey, I'm going to play Steve Schultz's job this week. It's 10.30 on a Friday. Where's the episode? <laughs> it's cute. Kidding me, guys. I mean, yeah, it's not out yet, but it's not a big deal. All right. <laughs> I'll be impatiently, patiently waiting here for it. Bye. 10.30 on a Friday, Steve. Really? Damn it, Steve. Oh. It's also because I have Friday off. Ugh. Slept in. You're never off from the podcast, though. Maybe no. You've been off from work. It doesn't matter if you slept in. You're supposed to do it on Thursday night anyway. <laughs> yeah, I slept <laughs> so Your excuse too. is not valid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm calling Andy two, three in the morning and discussing topics with him. <laughs> sure, you are, old man. You're out by like nine o'clock on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it's ten, true. eight thirty. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Hey, free fall, Stephen Hoover again. Hey, I don't know what the deal is. Their podcast episode wasn't showing up in the feed on the on a pod thing. Then when I did a search for it on the website. It showed up, and so I got it downloaded. I don't know. No, I looked in my feed again, and it still wasn't there. But I got it. All right. All right, yeah, Steve. Stephen. I don't know what what's going on there. Thanks Maybe for letting us delayed or something. Yeah. It's there now, so I don't know. Yeah, it's probably Steve's fault. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay, here's the next one. None of these have transcriptions available. Uh. What's going on, guys? Robert here. Unfortunately, <laughs> I won't be able to make it, but I was just wondering, is Shaggy going to Spring Fling? I'm sure. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that was Friday, 4 p.m., uh, way before we do Discord. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Should we Should we tell what, what that was? I don't know. Like. Nah. Nah? Okay. I think we kind of did. All right. Uh, here's the next one. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. So I just listened to you guys discussing about my voicemail uh, that left last week. Uh, so, okay, so what I meant about, like, 10 amps, I'm doing that on my 306B. I wasn't clear on that. So I'm doing that on my iCharger 306B. Now, I, I actually do enjoy the smaller chargers like the ISDT. Uh, I think I have the Q6. Now, I only have a 160-watt power supply because that one is AC slash DC compatible, and the case I have is Joe Cashwell. Uh, it's one of Joe Cashwell's uh, charging cases uh, with the 903 uh, Linux case. So, like, that right there, I can only charge 6S5000 at, or 6S in general, no more than, like, 5 or 6 amps. So yeah, that's a little on the slower side, but uh I only I only missed ten amps on my my you know three oh six B. So I wasn't clear on that. What I'm meaning is I like charging my six S five thousand slower. And I and okay, so here's another thing. I'm glad he's clear on this up. Really <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know what he's clearing up. Smaller batteries, twelve S <laughs> 4400s, uh, 4000, uh, 3300. You know, my, Clear six, as mud. Uh, my, uh, little bit 600 SX is, um, you know, 3300s. <laughs> Charging at 5, 6 amps, you know, puts me in the ballpark around 20 to 3 minutes, uh, charge time. I can oh, go more, shit. but I like that because I, I have other models I can fly. So, 
Uh, and that's what I mean. And okay, so you guys weren't really nitpicking it as much as I claimed you guys did. Uh, my apologies. It's not just you guys. It's other other uh, people I've heard say, it's like, yeah, but I, I want to have something that can do, like, you know, 10 kilowatts. You know, it's like, why? Why yelling at us, right? You know, spend, like, $3,000 on this big old fancy charging case, and you're never going to use the full potential of it. And it's big and bulky. So that's, that's what I'm kind of saying is, like, people are, like, they want to get the biggest and the most powerful thing they can do. And one thing you mentioned, Andy, is parallel charging. I wasn't doing parallel charging in that case, uh, as far as like, you know, 65,000 or larger success other than like my fireball battery. So that's what I'm kind of saying is like, little chargers are actually good for a lot of people and a lot of things. Um, that. may not be for everyday 700 flyers, but that. you know, it could be for 600s. Uh, it could be for much smaller. So that's what I'm kind of saying is a lot of people are kind of like, not just you guys. And yes, you guys weren't that negative. Um, I apologize, but yeah, uh, I am at three minute mark, so it's going to be cut off. So have a good rest of your day, guys. Thank I God. Apologize. <laughs> Thank oh. you, Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy, can you call in every week with something that descriptive? Can explain it something, please. Be sure and call and uh, grab at us about something someone else said. <laughs> because. Oh. Dude, I just think I got a whole new set segment for the show. Yeah, Shaggy explain. Oh, we should do that. We should give him a topic and have him explain it in under three minutes. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, that's a great idea. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. And the first topic. Kevin, you're yeah, a genius. I was going to say and have the first topic be, Shaggy, are you going to Spring Fling? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> No, explain light speed. <laughs> we said the charger was cool for what it is, and for some people, especially with smaller helis, it'd be great. We actually said that. Yeah. yeah. Shaggy, tell me about criticizing. The <laughs> yeah, he's not going to know that. <laughs> what did you say? Tell me about what? The birds and the beads. Oh. So, Birds lay eggs and bees make honey. Did, Steve, did you say the birds and the beads? Bees. Oh, okay. Sound like beads. Bees. Okay. So here's our next call. Hey, guys. So I just listened to you guys discussing about my voicemail uh, that I left last week. Uh, so this is what it's going to be. Okay, so... What I meant about like a 10 amp, I'm doing that on my 306B. I wasn't clear on that. So I'm doing that on my iCharger 6B. Now, I, I actually do. I am doing that at the end of the show, and I'm going to slowly ramp his voice the quicker and quicker. <laughs> that's all I kept thinking about. Oh, my God. I'm going to have people driving off the roads. Oh, Shaggy's the best. Okay. Last but not least. Once again, guys, I am going to <laughs> Spring Fling of 2021. Thank you. <laughs> that is all. He said that, but do you think he's going to go? I, You know, it would be hysterical if he didn't show up. <laughs> After all yeah, this. He, he should you should just not go because that would be hilarious as hell. 
Yeah. The ultimate troll. <laughs> oh boy, and that's it for voicemails. Okay, let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, Facebook likes. We are at 1,353. We have three new names. Nice. All right. We got Greg Hurd, Joel Greats. Joel is Al- great. <laughs> and Alan Jenkins. All right. Yeah. Just a cousin of. <laughs> nah, forget. Uh, all right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Facebook comments. What do we got? Oh, we got any Facebook comments? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Let me check Facebook. <laughs> I was so hoping Kevin's going to say that's Leroy's cousin. Yeah. I was trying to set it up. But I was like, yeah, no, no one's Oh, good. Leroy Jenkins. No, I was thinking Greg Heard Joel is great. And uh, <laughs> Alan Jenkins. <laughs> oh, that's what I've heard. Um, so on Facebook, on last week's episode, Balancing Act, we got four comments. And I'm sure uh, I'm going to enjoy all of these. (laughs) Well, it was from one guy. It was from Bill Anthony. And he said, Kevin Carter, WTF. Kevin and Andy are the main reasons not to listen to the podcast. LOL. Kevin with his political diatribes and Andy is becoming meaner each episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Can you blame him? I mean, his line of work is tough. At least Steve is the same with each episode, provides great technical knowledge, (laughs) (laughs) and never misses a show. Oh, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. And Ian is great, too, always enthusiastic about the hobby. That's true. He is enthusiastic. I give him that. And I posted, William Anthony, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? But he said, no, he, he, he said, LOL, so glad Kevin's back on the podcast. And Andy rocks, too. And Aww. Bill posted uh, William Shatner from Star Trek 2 going con, seriously con. <laughs> and that was because <laughs> Bill and I were talking about films uh, when we were at the field. And he said how good this movie was. And I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I went home and watched it. And it, Bill was right. Pretty, pretty good, good. film. Definitely, Bill said it was one of his favorites. Let's see. What's next here? I didn't see this. Uh, this is a post of Shaggy holding his Nats placard. And it says, we at the Freefall RC crew heard Shaggy might not come to uh, Spring Fling 2021. F-A-R-C-C. Let's leave him some comments <laughs> why he needs to make the event. Maybe share your favorite Shaggy moment. Or if you don't know Shaggy personally. Some kind words to encourage him to come out to one of the premier heli events in the mid-Atlantic area. I try to make it as special sounding as, <laughs> as possible. That's pretty good. This, some of these are freaking hysterical, too. Wait a minute. I'm trying to view all comments. Dave Rowan said, just show up or or your landing fee is doubled. Um, Doug Vestile, Vestal says, I highly encourage Michael Shaggy Parker to change his mind and attempt. You'll have a good time. Uh, Darren Agney said, go, man. You know you want to. I would go if I was in Ohio. <laughs> I guess he thinks he's in Ohio. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> no, he said I would go if it was in Ohio. Oh, if it was wow. in Ohio. I'm sorry. I can't read. What? There's Ohio people coming down for that. Yeah. 
Michael Shaggy Parker, Parker said, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel T. from the Hellyhead said he's playing with everyone's emotions. I'm in a class case of emotion. <laughs> Jimmy Tate said, come on now, Shaggy not attending the spring fling. If it's true, he will be the only one not going. Uh-huh. Mike D. said, dude, you coming to spring fling? Oh, yes, you are. And Great Eagle. Most eloquently put it, shaggy, 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 shaggy. <laughs> hey, you know the best part about this Grey Eagle thing? Is Facebook thought it was in Swahili and it translated it. <laughs> if you click on translation. See translation. Shaggy, 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 shaggy. <laughs> See original Swahili. Swahili. <laughs> yeah. wow. Grey Eagle's so crazy, he's created another language. He is crazy. It's just shaggies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! And I posted a quick thing on Saturday of you know just get some flights in. Everyone uh-huh. have a great weekend. Posted uh, pictures of the helis. But uh, Jamie Burkholder said, "I'm busy getting the camper ready for spring fling. Less than two weeks away. Can hardly wait." And I said, "Can't wait to meet you face to face." Well, you never met Jamie yet, huh? No. Nope. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. It's gonna be a great time, man. Yeah, man. For sure. That's it on Facebook. All right. We have anything for listener comments? Posts? Yes. I don't know how to see them. Okay, let's see. My buddy Steve Hess says, I was going to Spring Fling to meet Shaggy, but I guess I'll stay home now. <laughs> what a shame he's not going. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Hess. Uh, I think that's it. Yep. And on a personal note, I have a friend request from the one and only Craig Carter. Steve, you know who that guy is, right? No. Mm. Who is he? He's the guy that, that really likes, I don't know, 50% of the show. I don't know. Was it? I don't know who he is. He was at uh, the chill out. I didn't meet him, but then he was on the Hellyhead show that I did. And yeah. he's from somewhere in North Carolina. I think he's near where they do the Dragonfly event. They're near Winston-Salem. Mm. Seems like a pretty cool guy. Okay. Let's see here. Website comments. We get any website comments? Yes, we did. I thought I saw one or two. Yeah, two, I believe. Well, we got one from Curtis Beck, but he was asking about the Discord link, so I sent him that. and I think he he made it on Discord. Maybe Curtis Beck. Uh, we got one yesterday from Javier. Okay. Want me to read that? Sure. Oh, let me set up ah, so I can see. <clears throat> Javier says V-Bar. <laughs> Hi, guys. Just wanted to drop a quick note and clarify a few things. I've never had any grudge towards V-Bar. I only thought it was too expensive. I think we said that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the starting price for the unit is on par with other fly barless units, but when you have to add pro and rescue, it makes it more expensive to have features that others have included for free. Then with any other fly barless, you can use the cheapest spectrum radio, which in my case was free. Basically, if changed to anything else, I didn't have to buy anything. I could just reuse my radio and reuse my receiver. So swapping out to Neo meant investing in a new radio and new, more expensive fly barless units. 
Now my swap has happened, as I explained, because the stars aligned. It so happened that I had money from tax refund, and it so happened that I met with the Spectrum 4651T firmware issues that caused my 570 to fall out of the sky. And it so happened that Frank pointed me towards a USV Control V1, so I used my tax refund money and new radio Oh, to fund the new radio and repair my 570, I then sold my Spirit 2s and my 3DGs, which allowed me to buy two Neos. I only installed Pro and Not Rescue, which also helped with the costs. So that's that. Yeah, you don't need Rescue. No. Now, what do I think of it? I only have one backyard hover, three tuning flights, and one actual flight, which is the one I uploaded to YouTube. I will save you from another biblical proportions email, and I will talk about my impressions on our next episode. Keep up the great content, and always remember to upload the episode the night before or very early in the morning. (laughs) Hee (laughs) hee. Cheers, Javier. Hey, he's not wrong. You know what people don't realize is Thursday was a benefit. It was a it was a nice to have. The episodes always came out on Fridays. Like that was the date that we were supposed to release the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Friday Thursdays were just like, I don't want to bother Friday morning, I'll just do it Thursday night or like you'll email you'll text me and be like, Hey, it's done and I'm like, ah, I might as well upload it now. That was a nice to have. Now people expect that to be the norm. Well, it's they want it Friday morning, but they want it on the drive to work. Yeah. So why not just schedule it Thursday night to upload it like 5 a.m. on Friday if you don't want to have to remember it. Well, it's not to remember. I don't care if I have to. It's not the the case isn't that I have to remember to schedule it. It's that I have to remember that it's Thursday and that I should upload it. Even like when you guys text me saying that it's done, I'll look at it and be like, cool, I was going to say when we text you at like 8 p.m. and say, hey, it's in the thing, like, okay. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it later. Yeah, cool, and thanks. Then and like then I'll, yeah. 10 minutes you've already forgotten. Yes. <laughs> You're getting as bad as me, dude. I got so much other shit I'm worrying about and things I'm doing. I, I you know, to be honest, this is very low on the, you know, priority list. So it will get uploaded. Unacceptable. Just relax. Unacceptable. Relax. So he said he'll talk about his impressions on his next episode. I listened to their latest episode, which was recorded before Frank's Fun Fly, which was like a month ago, I think. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we'll get to hear what he thinks about it sometime in August. <laughs> in August. <laughs> when when uh, Mikado releases the next Neo. <laughs> so Frank had a couple of guys on that were on the XL Power team, and I shot him a text message, and I said, hey, dude, do I have to be bilingual to be on Team XL Power? <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. I do. I do speak a little Klingon, Klingon and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really. You know, you never know, like how people are going to take that or whatever. So I was like, you know, Frank's a good guy, but I, you know, Frank, you, you never know when you hit sport. too close ah, to mark. You know, Frank's. A, yeah, no, I know Frank's a good dude. Just Frank's he, skin is thicker than anybody's. He can take it. So uh-huh. he sent. He sends me a text message back. <laughs> he said, "You just made my day, dude." <laughs> he was like, "Thank you for that." And he'll be at Spring Fling. I don't know if Shaggy's going, but he'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got another message from Steve Hawks, our buddy up in Grand Perry, Alberta. Oh yeah. Canada. He said, "Episode two sixty nine, Crimpers, gentlemen." 
That's a stretch, but okay. Mm -hmm. Hope you're all doing well and not licking public doorknobs like Kevin was. Yeah. (laughs) Nice nice to hear you back, Kevin. Now mend up and get your asses out and fly. In episode 269 included some talk from Andy about the Hoson P706 crimpers. I agree they're pretty decent, but I feel they're not made for North American hands. The handle is very small and the taper makes it a bugger to hang on to if you have bigger mitts. Recently, I found a great substitute also made by Hosan, the P707. As you can see, the handle is a fair amount bigger with almost no taper and has flares at the end as well. They're spring-loaded, which I find quite convenient compared to most other crimpers. Pictures below included a crimp terminal. Sorry about the lack of phone macro capabilities. Thanks for the podcast, guys. Only 10-ish to go to get all caught up. Cheers. Crash Copter Man, Steve Hawks. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. pretty quick. Yeah, that is a considerable difference in the handle size. Yeah, it looks like it's got all the same dies as the 706. It's probably just, just an updated, more convenient to hold one. Yeah. Thanks Damn for the it, tip. Andy. That's what she said. <laughs> what? Damn it, you Andy. Bought, you got me to bite the wrong one. Oh. Well, <laughs> I didn't know they had a new one. I've had mine for like four years. How was I supposed to know? It's actually pretty neat. Um, so, uh, episode 300, we will be giving away a Hosan 706. Steve, yeah. After Steve buys the 707. Oh, yeah. I would totally give this away. <laughs> Damn, this thing's so expensive, though. Was it? Uh, it's like 50 bucks. 707? Oh, the 707. How much 80, is the $705? Oh. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, 35 bucks more. I mean, it does probably... I don't know. I've never really had a problem with the 706. It is smaller handles and stuff, but I do know what he means. Like, if it does yeah. feel like my hand's gonna slip off the the blue grips, the one thing that about the 707 that I'm interested in, Steve, if you could um maybe give us more feedback about it, is the way that it's leveraging. It looks like it would crimp harder. If that makes any sense. You know, it's kind of like um like a bolt cutter. It has like a leverage to it. So I'm right. curious how, how that works as far as, you know, um, because this is very one-to-one open and closed, right? Like the 706, you only have one hinge point. So it's basically, mm-hmm. you know, you open all the way, it opens all the way, you know, kind of deal. So I wonder if these are more convenient, like you could open them a little bit less and, but still get the same amount of opening on the mouth part to get your connector and your wire in. You just have to buy some and see. I know. Oh man, for 135, I could have bought both of them. The this P seven oh seven and the seven oh six. Oh man. Damn. They're frequently bought together. <laughs> Why would you buy both of them though? I have no idea. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense that they both do the same sizes. Yeah. I mean I I think they do the same, but I don't know that. No the seven oh seven doesn't have a four mil round connector. It has a four that a four point two that folds, but not a four round. Yeah. Uh, does it have a two point five round? Actually, it doesn't have any fully round ones. Yeah, and the sizes are different. Well, there's a two point two round, no? Oh yeah, you're right. Circle with the line through it. Um, 
see, I use the 1.8 round on the server yeah. connectors and the 1.7, uh, I think for the wire part. So it is a little bit different. So I don't know if it's, so this wouldn't work for me because I need those round ones for the, um, other connectors I use, like on the farm, like the Deutsch yeah. connectors and the servo ones. I use the 1.8, I use the 2.5, and sometimes the 4 for, like, weather packs. I guess I'll just keep the one I got. But that's a good tip. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, people of Podbean. Oh, people of Podbean. This week, it's person of Podbean. This Tim Tideback, like, episode 126, listener series volume 11 with Wes Pennypacker. And that is it in the last seven days. Wow. All right. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Yep. You all get to meet him at Spring Fling. Nice. Let's see here. Uh, iTunes review. I didn't see anything new on iTunes. Nothing new on iTunes. Nope. And I got spoiled. Oh, that last, you know, we got several last time. Okay. You're spoiled, just like those people that like to listen to the podcast on Thursday. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? May, maybe <laughs> if more people left us iTunes review, oh I'll god, it on Thursday. That's a huge maybe hanging yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> I will. Yes, I will do that. If every week that someone leaves an iTunes review. I'll post that shit as early as possible. As soon as they tell me it's released, I will post that shit. I'm going to give Chris Breams your phone number so he calls you at like 6.30 in the morning. It's not. (laughs) It's not. I won't do shit, dude. My phone's never on, dude. You cannot wake me up with my phone. That is impossible. I'm going to give him your address. He can drive to your house and blow his air horn. (laughs) Yeah, that he could probably do. (laughs) But he'll probably piss off three or four cops that, you know, live next door to me. But sure. Um. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. I want some more iTunes reviews. Until then, I'm gonna post this shit on like Saturday mornings. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> so wow. drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the next review on the next episode, and post the episode early. Email us at freefrc at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook, facebook dot com slash freefrc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefrc podcast dot show. See you to Chris. Hey Chris. Hi Chris. Flight test forums. Gosh, I haven't been there in forever. Uh, let's see, where are we? Off the field, audio and video production on the flight test podcast, free force. The podcast, say hi to David Hill, aka Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hi, David Hill. All right, fellow podcasters, we got the Heliheads podcast. Heliheads, Kevin, Dan, Scott, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Telerotor? Telerotor is Mike, Mike, Rich, and Robert. Okay, RC Roundtable. With Lee, Terry, and Fitz. RC After Hours. With Andre? Skids Up. Uh, Skids Up is with, I almost said Bobby Watts, is with Frank, Paul, and Javier. And I got to say, speaking of Andre and After Hours, Darren was, Wayne's was always also on the Discord Friday night, as usual. Forgot to mention him. Nice. It's always good talking to Darren. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Inverted Down Under? Ozzy Mozzy and Jeff. Park Flyer Podcast? Uh, that's Mike and Jay. Maybe another Mike. I don't know. Well, what's going on over there anymore? Yeah. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That's with Rich and Kenny. 
All right, RC Plane Lab. Ron and Tom. In the morning. And all things that fly. That's with Lucian Miller and Moose. Moose, yeah. All right, don't forget to check out Billion's YouTube channel. He actually posted a, a flight of Devin recently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Showing the AP, is it APS, APC? APC, a- I think. Maybe APS. APS. APS, yeah, the tail boom. The tail boom with a bunch of holes in it. Yep. Awesome. Acupuncture, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like, sure, sure, sure. I don't know. It's a good flight. You want to see Devin kick ass uh, yeah, flight, man. Check it out. For sure. All right. Thanks for our listeners. We are Skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Later, people. Later. Listen to it on Saturday. I can't. <laughs> 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 Sunday morning. Where's my damn podcast? Where's my damn iTunes review? Oh, you can't threaten the listeners with that. No. That never works. Oh, no. Of course I'm not threatening you users when, on that. When I was, nope. when no I was a free kid, fall on Friday. <laughs> when I was a kid and I used to see, buy this comic book or I'll kill this cat, I'd never bought that comic book. <laughs> well, that's just because you had your cats. And yeah. the cat died. Yeah, it was just not, nope, wasn't happening. <laughs> you weren't threatening me. Okay, <clears throat> let's move it into news announcements. Okay. Mo- Mo- I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> I went to say move it, and I went. I almost said moves. Oh, jeez. You okay? Did you have a stroke or what? I had a terrible day. Yeah, and a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate fast food. I can barely hear it. Yeah, it's really bad. I can barely hear it. Wait, I, wait, I had my headphones off. Damn it. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> then why am I laughing? It's not funny at all. Then why am I laughing? I don't know. Because you're weird. Uh, maybe I had a stroke. Maybe you had a stroke. All right. Ready? Steve. Did you want to announce anything? I mean, let me see something. Hold on. I'm going to say if they updated the website, then yes. If not, then let's just wait. Well, this isn't going to come out till like Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, sometime next week. Saturday morning. Whenever you remember. <laughs> now, they have an updated website, so I'm not going to announce it. So, what's up, Andy? <clears throat> Is he gone? Stuffing his face right now. He's stuffing his face. Did I do anything? Did you do anything? Didn't fly, I know that. I did one flight. Didn't try before you buy? <laughs> Man, tough crowd tonight. 
Oh, yeah. This thing on? Yep, it's on. Hey, sorry, Kevin. I was getting my supper out of the oven. Getting your supper? Yeah. What's for supper? Uh, A reheated burger patty on some toast I found. Speaking of being fired, Ian, did you just totally give up on the Facebook page or what? Oh, uh, no. I've been working like crazy and then I haven't really thought of any good memes. But I, uh, you know, with Kevin being gone and not doing the, oh, the, the Facebook wrap up. Are I you didn't talking want to, like, to my wife? Up. Is it my fault? No, no, no. Uh, I just didn't want to like make like the next episode where we catch up with everything on the Facebook. Like, you know, yeah, like a lot. Show ideas. Ideas. <laughs> should call it ideas. <laughs> Show ideas. They used to drive me crazy watching American Chopper. That's right, because it was my idea. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that show in forever. Oh, man, you guys are such Debbie Downers. Just do an episode about Debbie Downers. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Downers, it is 420. Speaking of... Hey. If you mention 420 one problem. more time... I'm quitting the show. Uh oh. Well, what did you fly today? <laughs> what did you fly last week? <laughs> oh, boy. oh, I flew the 420. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. He did it, Andy. He said it. <laughs> Bung. If Andy quits, I'm going to quit. Actually, let me go get a cup of water. I forgot. I want to get some water. Yeah, and I need an empty cup so I can pee in halfway through the show. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, Andy must be dead tired. He's not laughing at any of my jokes tonight. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say something about you got old man problems where you have to pee every 45 minutes. That's what happens, man. <laughs> okay. Um, um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be able to do it just on cue. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Dang it, I lost it. It'll come. <laughs> yeah, there you just go. like here and I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> the um, isn't the air thinner on Mars though? Yeah, it's much much thinner. I mean, last like, time I was there, I could barely breathe. Eyes were popping out of his. Like too. a tenth, a tenth of our atmosphere. I can't remember. I don't know. It's very thin. Those big rods got into the ground, and, and then you know, yeah, the atmosphere. I was there once, but you know, <laughs> I can't recall. You know, it's re- it's really funny how your hand fit perfectly in that control thing. Yeah. I was surprised by that. But you yeah. know, it's a movie, you idiot. Oh, that didn't happen? I thought I was watching a documentary. No. Yeah. Yeah. The sure. Running Man, that really happened. Yeah. You sure? Absolutely. What about when you went to the jungle and was, had to fight that 
big predator looking thing. I bet that was scary. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I said, uh, if it bleeds, we can kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of, you know, the Free Fall RC podcast. I'm Arnold and I don't need any other hosts. It's just me. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you. Screw you, Cohagen. So I just listened to you guys discussing about my voicemail uh, that I left last week. Uh, so, okay, so what I meant about like 10 amps, I'm doing that on my 306B. I wasn't clear on that. So I'm doing that on my iCharger 306B. Now, I, I actually do enjoy the smaller charger, like the ISDT. Uh, I think I have a Q6. Now, I only have a 160-watt power supply because that one is AC slash DC compatible, and the case I have is Joe Cashwell. Uh, it's one of Joe Cashwell's uh, charging cases uh, with the 903 uh, Linux case. So, like, that right there, I can only charge 6 at or 6 in general, no more than, like, 5 or 6 amps. So, yeah, that's a little on the slower side, but uh, I, only, I only missed 10 amps on my, my you know, 306B. So I wasn't clear on that. What I mean is... I like charging my 6S5000 slower. And, and okay, so here's another thing. I'm not really pinpointing on 6S5000. Smaller batteries, 12S, 4400, 4000, 3300. My 6, uh, my uh, little bit 600 SX is, um, you know, 3300. Charging that 5 amps, you know, puts me in the ballpark around 23 minutes uh, charge time. I can go more, but I like that because I, I have other models I can fly. So, uh, and that's what I mean. And okay, so you guys weren't really nitpicking as much as I claimed you guys did. Uh, my apologies. It's not just you guys, it's other, other uh, people I've heard say, like, yeah, but I, I want to have something that can do, like, you know, 10 kilowatts. You know, it's like, why? You know, you're going to spend, like, $3,000 on this thing old fancy charging case, and you're never going to use the full potential of it. And it's big and bulky. So that's, that's what I'm kind of saying is, like, people are, like, they want to get the biggest and the most powerful thing they can do. And one thing you mentioned, Andy, is parallel charging. I wouldn't go parallel charging in that case, as far as, like, you know, 5,000 or larger sets other than, like, a power So that's what I'm kind of saying is, like, little chargers are actually good for a lot of people and a lot of things. Um, may not be for everyday 700 flyers, but, you know, it could be for 600, uh, it could be for much smaller. So, that's what I'm kind of saying, is a lot of people are kind of, like, not just you guys, and yes, you guys weren't that negative, um, I apologize, but, yeah. Uh, I have three minutes more, so it's going to be cut off, so, have a good day, guys, I apologize. Thank you.